It's now time for the district championship games of the Windsor Greyhounds versus Skyline. All right, thank you very much, Harley, and welcome in everybody here tonight to Skyline High School here in Urbana, Missouri. We are ready to roll for the district championship. As Harley said there, should be a very entertaining ball game tonight. Spencer Edwards alongside the head coach of the Clinton Cardinals, Kevin LeFevre, joining me again tonight. And, Coach, thanks so much for coming back. We really appreciate uh, you helping us out here in the playoff run. And certainly last week we got to see a great ball game up at Windsor, uh, Greyhounds, in a close one a little bit there early with Adrian, but kind of pulled away in the second half. We should be in store for another great game here tonight as well. Yeah, you know, thank you guys for having me. And, um, you know, it was really exciting, really fun. And the, the Greyhounds really came through. They had leadership come through, and that's what pulled it out in the second half. And we're really, really excited to see what happens here tonight. And, and if you look back to last year, um, incredible bar game, and we're looking forward yes. to another one. Absolutely. Yeah, that I was just going to mention that game a year ago. Uh, I wish you could have been here for that one as well because, man, that was probably one of the best high school games I've seen in a long time, 44-36. I think the final score, Windsor pulled it out. They made a late goal line stand uh, there at the end of the ball game. I mean, it was just uh, an incredible game. Skyline, though, is a different team than that team a year ago. They've got some of those kids back off of that team, but they are down a few kids, and we'll, we'll mention one of them tonight, and that is Mr. DeFries, their top gun wide receiver. He is out tonight. As we've got the uh, ending of the national anthem here, we are actually indoors tonight. Fortunately, this wind is ferocious down here at uh, Skyline, so we're happy just to be uh, in a press box tonight. But I tell you what, Kevin. I think this is a game tonight where Windsor's got to feel obviously confident. You're, you know, still coming in the defending state champs, undefeated at 12 and 0. But Skyline, you know, they want to play spoiler. You're very familiar with Coach Shelby down here. He's such a great coach. Uh, has been here for numerous years and has won a lot of ball games down here. And he's going to have this team prepared. This team is loaded with athletes, you know. And Coach Shelby, if you look back, he has not had a losing season um, since 2010. Or, I'm sorry, he's had one since 2010. They're always there at the end. They've had, I believe, three district uh, championships, and they're always there in that championship game. So a lot of success on his end, and he, he knows what he's doing. You know, they're no stranger to this atmosphere, and, and it'll be interesting to see what they can do tonight as well. Absolutely. Well, before we get going tonight, we want to thank our sponsors for supporting Windsor Greyhound football all season long right here on KDKD. It would not be possible without them. We want to thank Central Missouri Community Credit Union, Gary's Towing, Henry County Library, T.H. Rogers Lumber, Jams Creation and Boutique, State Farm Insurance, Windsor Furniture Company, Maryfield Pharmacy, the Boys Car Care Center, Windsor's Farmers Co-op, Windsor Livestock Auction, Rick's Tire, and also want to thank uh, the folks at Christmas on the Farm over in Calhoun. So district championship here tonight in Class 1, District 4 from Skyline, the one-seeded Skyline Tigers. That's right, they're the one seed, even though they're 8-3, and three, but they lost three games to all class two teams so they play up they get credit in the point system so it's exactly like last year skyline was the one wins are the two back down here on this field for all the marbles for a chance to try to get to the quarterfinal round that's the good thing about Windsor is, is they're familiar with this they did this last year it's it's good and it's not any different from them there's there's nothing they have to shake off as far as experiences or anything they should be ready to go as soon as kickoff happens and that's that's something that goes a long way uh, we spoke last week, you know, about how um, the Windsor is the state champs, undefeated since then. And uh, in our opinion, they're, they're the champs till they're not anymore. But, uh, you know, it'll be interesting tonight. I know it was a, a close one last year and, and should be in store for another good ball game. A lot of returners for Skyline as well. 
We are just about ready for kickoff here, about five minutes away from Tiger Stadium here in Urbana, Missouri. We'll go ahead and take it back for a two-minute timeout, be back with a little bit more pregame coverage, and have you set for the opening kickoff right after this. You're on KDKD. At the heart of Central Missouri Community Credit Union is its love and involvement in the community. Whether you need an auto loan to get you back on the road, or you're a student just paving your road to financial success, CMCCU is there for you no matter your needs. With locations in Warrensburg, Sedalia, and Richmond, banking has never been easier. By taking advantage of CMCCU's full-service financial institution, you save time and money so you can focus on what truly matters. Gary's Towing, we go the extra mile with a helpful smile. At Gary's Towing, we know all about the importance of family. Hi, this is Amanda with Gary's Towing, and I just wanted to let you know that you're not just another service call. You are a family, and we are dedicated to getting you taken care of quickly and safely. We are locally owned and family operated. Whether it's day or night, Gary's Towing is available 24-7 to help you get back on the road. Remember, for affordable towing, give us a call at 885-HELP. That's 885-4357. The Henry County Library and Lenora Blackmore Branch are open to the public for a wide variety of library services, from free notary services to a passport agent and even a book express service to help those who are homebound get reading materials. They are even expanding over the Missouri Evergreen Program, providing patrons with access to over 3 million items statewide. Children can even get in on the fun. Story time is offered at the Henry County Library on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 10 a.m. and at the Lenora Blackmore Branch on Fridays at 10.30 a.m. beginning September 3rd. Follow the Henry County Library on Facebook for other great programs. Just as your local State Farm agent combines good neighbor service with surprising great rates, you can combine home and auto. And guess what you'll get? That's right, good neighbor service and surprising great rates. In fact, State Farm agent Greg Franken is your go-to agent for the service you deserve at the price you want. So try combining home and auto today. State Farm agent Greg Franken will help you mix and match things perfectly. Call 660-647-2150 for surprising great rates. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. Spencer Edwards, Kevin LeFevre back with you here in Skyline tonight, Skyline High School in Urbana, Missouri, just down uh, 65 Highway, a little ways south of Warsaw, getting ready for our district championship here tonight featuring the undefeated and defending state champ uh, Windsor Greyhounds at 11-0, getting ready to take on 8-3 Skyline. The winner of this game tonight, Kevin, will meet a good team as well, as you would expect once you get this far in the playoffs, and we are Definitely interested in the Thayer-Marionville score. Uh, the winner of that gets the winner of this game next Saturday, I believe. Marionville is someone that Windsor ran into last year in the postseason, and Thayer's always there. Thayer's always there, um, but Marionville, I think, uh, last year, they, they didn't have to meet up with each other before Windsor, so Windsor had to go through both of those schools, and it'll be exciting and interesting to see. You know, I, I'm not familiar with either team um, this year as far as seeing them in person, but consistently good and and no stranger to success themselves. No doubt about it. And, and man, wouldn't it be just eerily similar uh, if you end up, you know, again, not putting all your eggs in one basket if you do see Marionville again in the same round, even though you would eliminate Thayer, a team which uh, Windsor played last year in the semifinal round. So kind of weird how those teams end up matching up uh, for the district championship. I'm sure those coaches are probably like, really, you're going to put both of us in the same district? Uh, so that actually would kind of play to uh, Windsor's advantage if they're able to win this game tonight. You don't have to worry about uh, another one of those teams that you saw later in the playoffs last year. Yeah, you know, it moves to Saturdays, and um, 
there's something different about Saturdays. When you're playing on Saturdays, it's definitely the, the real feel as coaches, as players. Um, it's something different. You know, we're still on Friday nights here for district football, but when you start playing Saturdays during the day, you got the sun um, shining, and, and it changes different things, you know, what direction you want to go, things like that, as opposed to just the wind or the scoreboard. And uh, that's really the kickoff and how you know that you're deep into a playoff run when you're on a Saturday. Absolutely. Well, we've got the captains out on the field awaiting the results here of the coin toss. A grass field down here at Skyline, but it is really in perfect condition down here. They've got this field looking great, but it is a cold, cold night down here. Uh, temperature is going to get down into the high 20s. As Skyline looks like has won the toss, and the Tigers will receive here tonight to get things going for this district championship battle. So, Kevin, what do you expect tonight? Do you kind of predict a shootout like last year's game, or is this going to be maybe a, a game that's more of a, a slow-it-down defensive battle? Yeah, you know, in, in all honesty, it, it's up in the air. You know, I would have expected before last week to kind of see that, that aerial attack from both teams. Um, Skyline last week went out, and, and uh, Ricky Woodhouse, uh, junior running back for them, uh, you know, kind of had his way with Lincoln last week on the ground. And Skyline, if it works, I'll stay with it. You know, they prefer to pass the ball, but um, they're not going to go away from what works. And last week, uh, Windsor was two for nine, I believe, passing for 22 yards. And Dalton Witherspoon had himself a day for 261 and four touchdowns. And so, you know, <laughs> a lot honestly, of spoon feed. Going yes, on. exactly. Yeah. A lot of spoon feed. And it could go. Any direction. I, I would, uh, wouldn't would be surprised if the scoring happened a little slower, but, you know, Skyline right there elected to uh, receive, and I'm sure they want to get up early and, and try to control that. Well, Brandon Shelby, as you know, Coach, he loves to put up the points. He's had a lot of high-flying offenses down here. Of course, when you were the coach at Lincoln, uh, you saw some of those high-powered teams. Probably not as potent, but Lawson Beam is a very experienced quarterback that this Skyline team has. He is a senior, and they will lean on him tonight. And there is a stiff breeze that Windsor will be kicking into. So the Greyhounds to kick it off here as we are underway for the district championship game as Hess kicks it away for the Greyhounds, fielded on the run up over the 30, over the 35 to about the 36. That's a pretty good return there by the 21 of Ricky Woodhouse, who Kevin just mentioned is one of their key offensive guys back there. So return of about 20, and the Tigers going to start pretty good field position to get this game underway at their own 35. Woodhouse started for him as a freshman um, in their playoff run against us as well. That was the first time I actually saw him, and he kind of surprised us. He came on late that year, and he's definitely grown. He's, he's a pretty good, uh, pretty good sized man out here now. So first down and 10 as Lawson Beam back there in the shotgun for the Tigers takes the snap, handoff, and there goes Woodhouse through the middle, and he's got a nice pickup up over the 40. They'll give him the 46, and that'll be a gain of 11 on first down, so reset the chains for the Tigers. Good blocking through the middle, off tackle, and uh, Woodhouse, that's where tonight, man, that Windsor D-line, Kevin, going to have to be ready to go and expect a lot of downhill running. When we look at Windsor, you know, we, we see a, a very good, very physical defense. Is another great tackle right there on that play. But you're not seeing a lot of tackles for loss when you look on the season. So we don't know. It could be their style, like their coach to just hold up blocks and, and clog holes. Um, but not a lot of penetration and, and, and defensive tackles for loss out of that front four. So it'll be interesting t tonight to see if they uh, stop that push from the Skyline offensive line or, or not. Short gain there on first down and 10 for Woodhouse. Give him two. So it brings up second down and eight 
here for the Tigers on this opening drive from their own 48, just shy of midfield. Being back to pass, throws, and it's oh, almost intercepted. Off the hands, I believe that was Dalton Witherspoon back in coverage at the linebacker position, almost had himself a pick. If, if Windsor can get after him early here and, and break up some passes, it might shake the confidence of Lawson Beam, and who, who likes to throw the ball around. And if that's the case, then you know that's how we had success is we rushed him a lot, forced him to make early throws and not give him time to, to react, and, and it really affected him later in that game. Dalton definitely wanting that one back, was very close to uh, getting a pick out there in the middle of the field, and he is so good in coverage at that linebacker position. So brings up third down and eight here for the Tigers. From their own 48, Woodhouse in motion out of the backfield with four wide receivers, beam back to pass, moves back to his right, still looking downfield, still rolling right towards the Windsor sideline, throws, and it is caught at the Windsor 40. That'll be a first down. Nice grab by Zach Williams, the senior wide receiver, and he's able to get the first down, gain of 15. We spoke about him last week too, Spencer, for a little bit when we were kind of looking ahead there at the end. And Zach Williams is one of the best receivers I've seen in the area, um, at least class one, and very impressed with his ability to catch the ball, to get open, his speed and quickness. It'll be interesting to see how uh, Windsor game plans him tonight. Yeah, they'll have to be aware of Williams. He's kind of their number two receiver, but he'll be counted on tonight as they play without DeFreeze. So first down and 10 for Skyline into Windsor territory at the 36 as they hand off up the middle back to Woodhouse, and he's bottled up at the 35-yard line. Short gain that time. And that's what we talked about a little bit last week, kind of in our postgame, Kevin, was the ability of Lawson Beam to roll the pocket. He's very good at throwing on the run, and he showed why that time on that pass to Williams a minute ago. You're going to see almost all rollouts in their passing attack, and you'll see a lot of trips formations out of Skyline, and a lot of times that kind of gives away what direction he's going to roll to. So if you can get, if you can blitz him off that edge and, and kind of cheat that roll direction, you might have some early success against him. Second down and seven here for Skyline. 9.57 to go first quarter, opening series of the ball game. Skyline just converted a big third down to keep the drive alive. From the 36, four wide receivers. Beam hit as he throws, as he rolls out left, but the pass is caught out there in the flat. A.J. Dampier makes the grab, and he's up near another skyline first down. Looks like they're going to give him the 26, so about a yard shy. Second medium right there, and they went with the empty package. That's uh, pretty interesting. We kind of get to see what their approach will be on the night as well. So second down and a yard. Here for the Tigers on the move in this rollout passing game so far effective as they've hit a couple passes out in the flat, but now they've got some confusion out on the field. And we're going to have a officials timeout here or skyline timeout. I think I saw the official signal that they were going to take timeout, but I almost, oh, they're going to measure. Okay, so they will bring the chains out. And it'll be officials' timeout for measurement. And I saw Coach Shelby going out to his team. It looked kind of upset. So I thought, well, they may have burned one there due to some confusion. But they have to bring that chain gang, Kevin, all the way across the field to uh, measure this one. And it's going to be awfully close. That's the opposite sideline. You know, we're not used to, to measurements here after last week. We didn't get – we just went ahead and moved them last week. That's so, right. That's uh, right. Good but to see some different some different stuff this week. They're going to do a double measure. Man, they're going to measure this on the far sideline and then bring it to the middle, I think, and even do a, a second one. So they are really taking their time on this one. 
As they'll stretch the chains out, and I think he is short. Inches. By about the nose of that football, yeah. So it is going to be third and inches at the 26-yard line for Skyline. This is a tough spot for your spread teams because you would think a quarterback sneak here, but they're not used to taking the snap under center. So they're going to be in shotgun right here again. It'll be uh, exciting to see how he plays this, if he just tries to get it himself or if they give it to Woodhouse or maybe throw. So big play here on this first drive. Beam going to line up in the shotgun. One wide receiver to the right. They'll go right up the middle on the handoff, and Woodhouse didn't need much, and he's going to get it as he's across the 25 about to 24 and a half to move the chains. So nothing fancy there, Kev, just right up the middle and in between that left tackle and had it very well blocked. Woodhouse looks like he's coming in tonight about 200 pounds, maybe 180, you know, somewhere in there. Um, he's a big kid and, and really filled out well. He's probably 5'11", and, and, you know, if they need two or three, I'd say he's probably got a good shot to pick that up. They'll go bunch set this time. Four wide receivers over to that right side. They're going to motion Woodhouse out of the slot into the backfield. They play fake to Woodhouse, rolling out right. Beam lets it fly into the back of the end zone, and it's incomplete. Overshot the intended receiver. I believe that was Court Cheek, the intended target back there in the right corner of the end zone. And too much on that throw. Caleb, Caleb Eaton on the pressure right there. He did a good job. Uh, you know, they got him in there. He's probably the fastest defensive lineman and. Uh, they're going to need that tonight. Like I said, get pressure on Lawson and, and make him throw the ball before he wants to. Brings up second down, 10 to go. 9.04 left here in this first quarter. So they get the uh, hand signals in down there from Coach Shelby and his staff. Windsor going to show a four-man rush, his own coverage in the secondary as they run the draw right up the middle, and Beam's got a hole. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Skyline. As the hole opened up for Lawson Beam, and he took advantage of it. Now we see why they took the ball there on the on the uh, coin flip, and that's what they were trying to do. They were trying to get points on Windsor early. If they can get Windsor down by multiple scores, they're going to force him to pass, and that'll keep Dalton Witherspoon off the field, or at least um, in a position where he's not going to be as effective. So uh, interesting play call right there, and, and uh, Skyline's definitely ready to go tonight. Boy, that is a big opening touchdown as Skyline strikes first, as the extra point is good from Williams. So Lawson Beam, 20-yard touchdown run, showing that dual threat ability. And the Tigers up early, 7 to nothing, 8.57 to go here in the first quarter. We'll take a timeout. We'll be back in 60 with a kick right after this on KDKD. T.H. Rogers Lumber Company, located at 114 East Benton Street in Windsor, has all your handyman needs covered. They are more than just lumber. They carry a wide variety of tools, hardware, paints, plumbing, heating, cooling, electrical, and even supplies for the farm. T.H. Rogers Lumber Company even carries a full line of vinyl siding, windows, and metal roofing. No matter what your project entails, T.H. Rogers Lumber promises to provide quality materials at a competitive price. Complete your project today by stopping by your local T.H. Rogers Lumber Company store at 114 East Benton Street in Windsor. No matter your creative jam, Jody, Melanie, and Kiera at Jams Creations and Boutique in Windsor has just what you need. When you walk into their boutique at 110 South Main Street, the air is filled with sweet aromas from their homemade candles, soaps, body lotions, sprays, and even body wash. This cute little boutique has a little bit of everything for anyone, including custom vinyl shirts, shorts, and leggings. You can also get custom Windsor Greyhound apparel at Jams Creations and Boutique at a great price. Shop local and show that Windsor Greyhound pride with Jams Creations and Boutique. Spencer Edwards, Kevin LaFaver back with you here in Urbana, Missouri on a cold, blustery night. Feels like football weather for sure 
as we've got district championship action for you here. Undefeated Windsor, the number two seed, even though they are undefeated as Skyline kicks off and we got a fumble as Skyline will recover as J.J. Hall tried to come up and field it. It was kind of that in-between kick, Kevin, kind of misjudged the hop a little bit and the ball pops free and Skyline recovers at the Windsor 40. Very tricky kick right there. That kid did a good job of, of getting the ball up in the air, but not a lot of loft on it for someone to get under it. Very tough return right there, or catch by the returner. Um, kind of ate him up a little bit, and Woodhouse was right there to jump on it. Wow, our first big mistake here of this game as Windsor turns it over, and now Skyline right back in business, up 7 to nothing, and they will start at the Greyhound 40. They go shotgun spread set, five wide. Beam hands off to Woodhouse, off left tackle, and he's over the 40 to the 35. We've seen a lot of Ricky Woodhouse, the junior tailback, so far, and gains about five. This is where Windsor needs Dusty Johnson to get going there in the middle. He's the leading tackler um, on the season. He led him last week in the middle, but can he um, do a good job of getting off those blocks, uh, not let the linemen get to him and, and flow around and make tackles? Second down, five. Here for the Tigers. Can they take advantage of the Windsor fumble? Windsor going to rush four, handoff back to Woodhouse inside. Minimal gain that time as Marshall Mankiti on the stop for the Greyhounds. Right there with him was Dusty Johnson that time. We just talked about it, and, and you got to have a good middle linebacker and good middle linebacker play to shut down these runs. And, again, even though Skyline is comfortable passing, make them one-dimensional. Brings up a big third down. Third down, we'll call it three. Ball setting on the left hash at the Windsor 33. Again, Skyline using a decent amount of this play clock, getting those signals in. They're going to come up, get set with about 10 on the play clock. Three wide to the right, one to the left. Option pitch. Beam pitches it off. And, man, I don't think he got it, Kevin, as they pitched it to Woodhouse, and he has stopped. Peyton Witherspoon, Seth Roberts converge for the hit. And he's a good yard, maybe too shy of that stick. Fourth and short, you know, they're on the they're on the 32-yard line here. Um, I'd say they're definitely going to go for it. And it'll be interesting. Do you go with Woodhouse on the ground? You've had success short yardage. Um, or do you try to get him, hope they're biting on that run game and hit him with maybe a play action over the top? Boy, Coach Shelby is going to roll the dice here a little bit. They're going to go for this. Fourth down and two at the Windsor 32. 7.05 to go. And as we talked about last week, you got to play aggressive to beat this Windsor team as they hand off to Woodhouse, and I don't think he's going to get it. He stumbled a little bit, and then they got him by the feet. I think that was Terry, I believe, that clipped him just enough, and he is short. Corbin came firing in right there and, and barely got enough of him to bring him down. Looked like the handoff was a little high as well. It looks like he's getting that up around the chest, maybe the neck even. Uh, so that timing on that mesh point plus Terry getting in there and Causing some havoc, really uh, made a big play for the Greyhounds. A big stop for Windsor. And Skyline had all the momentum after recovering the fumble on that kickoff. And now the Greyhounds dodge a little bit of a bullet there and are back out on offense. Now for the first time in the game, as they're going to run the option, Dylan Witherspoon going to pitch it off to Dalton and not much as he is cut down just shy of the 35. Good pursuit by Lawson Beam, able to come up and make that hit from the corner spot. Covering a lot of ground that time defensively, much like he does at quarterback. And give him a yard, so second and nine to go for the Greyhounds. Again, we see another quarterback back there playing that safety position. And, of course, they got him up in the box, really wanting to take away that run. So 
it'll be um, exciting to see Dylan open this up here at quarterback and, and take the top off of him. Flags fly. Is Dylan going to air it out? Straight fly route up the left side and overshoots Dalton there by a good four or five yards. We're going to have to check the penalty markers as uh, flags came in immediately. So it makes you wonder if we got an offside here potentially on Windsor. As officials are going to converge here, and it is a false start on the Greyhounds. So big penalty there. Going to back them up five. Uh, Brandon Shelby electing to decline the penalty. So actually they will keep it at the 30, call it the 32. So that will make it third down. Interesting right there, Spencer. Usually if yeah. it's a flag like that, you're thinking defense. So um, should have been a dead ball immediately as soon as they seen false start. Um, interesting to how they let that play out. You know, you hate to see a situation where your quarterback gets hurt um, on something like that. On a free play exactly. situation. Yeah, that is. And so third down, four to go. So Coach Shelby electing to make it third and not second, and this will be a big play here for Windsor with trips to the right. Dalton Witherspoon in the backfield. Dylan has the snap. Quick pitch out in the flat. It's bobbled by Hall, but he's able to get it off the tip and then is brought down at the 36, so well short of the first down will be J.J. Hall, and he's lucky he didn't lose that. He had skyline defenders lurking all around him as Mason Beck comes up and makes the tackle for the Tigers. I kind of feel bad for J.J. You know, he took a big lick last week, <laughs> and there's too, another yeah. one right there yes. uh, to start the game off. But yep. he's been here before, and, and welcome to playoff football. Yeah, J.J., as Kevin alluded to, bounced up after taking a really big shot. It was actually a personal foul hit that was called on that, but he popped up. They checked him for concussion, but... Came back in. So Windsor going to punt here on fourth and six. Backed up as Dalton Witherspoon gets off a nice punt, and that's going to roll up over the 30. Windsor will down it at the 23. So that gives the Windsor defense a little breathing room after the field position battle being played there by Coach Jake Vinsel. And Dalton gets off a rare punt. We haven't seen him punt, of course, a lot this year. He hasn't had to. With the way this Windsor offense has put up some points, but the Skyline defense able to get a stop. And the Tigers back out with their offense with 558 left here in our first quarter. Tigers on top, 7 to nothing here in this district championship game. As Zach Williams in motion out of the formation, off to the right for the Tigers, out of the shotgun. Beam takes the snap. Woodhouse gets the call, shakes out of the first tackle, and gets to the 25. So that'll be a short gain on the play. Well, he's tough, isn't he, Kevin? Making that first guy miss. He does a good job with that balance. Big, strong kid back there. Windsor's doing a good job at getting off their initial blocks along the D-line, but he's making those guys miss like you talked about. Um, Windsor here is putting Dylan Witherspoon, who usually plays safety for him. They're putting him manned up on uh, Zach Williams and kind of going athlete for athlete right there. Second down, 10 to go, so no gain on that last play for Woodhouse. They'll go empty backfield, five wide, beam rolls right, throws in the flat, and it is caught right in front of the Windsor bench, and that will be awfully close to the first down. A.J. Dampier makes the grab, and it's going to depend on the spot. But I think they're actually not going to give him a very good spot, going to put him down a yard short, just shy. Oh, my, he got really bad spot there. They're going to put him down about three yards shy, it looks like. So that's going to make it a third down and a long three for the Tigers. Looked like he got a little more forward progress, but uh, far side line judge said otherwise. 5-16 to go here in our first quarter. Windsor a three and out on their first series. That came after Windsor got a stop after they fumbled the kickoff. And Skyline got it back, couldn't take advantage of it. Now Beam on the draw, and he hits a wall. 
Tried to keep it up the middle, and that was big 52 right there to make the Cole hit. Hess. That is Mr. Hess making a big-time hit on the play. Sets up fourth down. That's good to see Windsor adjust to that. That's the same play that, that Lawson ran um, on, the, on the touchdown run, broke it for about 30 yards uh, roughly. So good to see Cole right there stay home and adjust to it the second time. Third down coming up now for Skyline. Or actually fourth down. This fourth down, they had third down on the scoreboard. So that was a huge third down stop. Skyline will punt as Williams gets the punt away from his own 25. High punt, but not real deep. It's going to go out of bounds. And, oh, man, they may mark this, Kevin. Running way back up. Oh, my. They're going to mark this on the Windsor, or excuse me, on the Skyline 42. So a shank from Williams on the punt. And Windsor are going to have great field position on the Skyline 42-yard line. Just caught the side of the foot and also may have been the wind, too, because he was kicking into the wind. The wind is not real consistent tonight, but when it gusts, it you know it. Yeah, we're looking at 35-ish degrees. You know, earlier yeah. I looked, it was supposed to be 30 plus that wind chill. Out there on the field, it's cold, and, and they're having to get used to it. We'll see if Windsor can take advantage. So on first down and 10, here's Dalton Witherspoon. Cuts to the outside, off the handoff. Has the 40, 45, and they'll push him out just short of the 34. And that's a nice run by Dalton. Kind of what we saw last week in that Adrian game, a little bit of that magic once he bounces that outside. Man, he can he can get around that edge very quickly. Made a couple guys miss there again, another strong stiff arm. We talked about that late last week, how, how strong he is and how physical he is as a runner. Um, so hopefully he can continue to do that and get something going. Windsor needs a, a good drive right here. Second down and short for the Greyhounds as they are at the skyline, 35, down 7 to nothing. Hand off up the middle, back to Dalton, pounds his way. That's just good in between the tackles running, and he looks like he's going to have the first down to the 30. So that will move the sticks. So I think, Kevin, already we found out we're probably not on pace for the game we had last year. Uh, 44-33, I think, the final in that a year ago in the district title, and we're kind of behind pace now, 7 nothing. So this may be a low-scoring game throughout. Looking at both these teams, I'm sure they had each other circled going back to last year, so they'll be more prepared this year and, and definitely game planned up. No doubt about it. As Here's J.J. Hall on the jet sweep, able to turn the corner, and a nice gain for J.J. up over the 25, near the 20. He's going to be awfully close to another Windsor first down. It's going to depend on the spot. So Windsor now, and they will give it to him, so that will move the sticks to the 20-yard line. And, and Windsor now, Kevin, starting to get the ball to the outside in that running game a little bit, making Skyline's defense play sideline to sideline. Yeah, that's their strength. You know, we've seen Dalton get out, um, got out for a seven-yard gain there on the edge, and, and up the middle so far he's, he's had six yards. So Skyline's done a good job. Winds are threatening here on the edge of the red zone. They'll go back on the ground inside with the handoff. This will be Peyton Witherspoon, his first carry of the night, and he'll take it to about the Skyline 16. Back there at quarterback again. Lined yeah. up. We've seen that a little bit last week, and, and interesting to see what they do there um, with him if maybe he throws one. He didn't throw one last week when he lined up back there. But he took off there pretty good and uh, definitely grown into his own as well. A little bit of a direct snap, so may uh, see that quite a bit next year. Uh, possibly Peyton moves into that quarterback spot as Dalton going to get the handoff this time from Dillon. And he's piled up just short of the 15, so not much as the Tigers able to converge on that play. That's a nice-looking hit by Weston Stoner, the sophomore defensive tackle, making the play. So puts Windsor in a third down, long five. Ball at the skyline, 14. Windsor now into the red zone. 
Trying to possibly tie or take the lead. They're going to go back on the ground. Inside handoff, Parker Craig, and he is stuffed. I think he's going to be short as Woodhouse came up, made the hit for the Tigers. And, boy, Kevin, what do you do here if you're Coach Vinsel? This is one of those, you know, gut says go, uh, you know, and it looks like they will. Yeah, we got here for a reason. Yep. And this is where you gotta you got to go for it. you got to have that edge, and, and good teams pull this off. So here we go, fourth down and three. They're going to need the 10-yard line for the first down. Windsor will go for it. Coming up on two minutes to go in the first quarter. Dillon takes the snap, hands to Dalton, bounces it off to the left. Oh, forward progress, I think, got him the first. He gets pushed back, but I'm pretty sure from here it looked like that forward progress got him the first down, but I don't know on this spot, Kevin. Man. It's going to be close. Yeah, up top they called him They called him shy of oh, it. Oh, wow. Turnover. Didn't wow. even measure. Didn't even measure. Man, and that is surprising. That is surprising. You know, that's something we live by as, as coaches is, you know, you, you live and die with your best horse, and, and, sure. and they gave it to him right there. He did a good job bouncing it out, and, uh, you know, Skyline was right there to bottle him up, had a good gang tackle, but they're going to have to do that all night to keep him down. Yeah, a lot of those Windsor fans over there on the far side bundled up. They were really thinking – looking right down that line that he had for progress, but the officials call him short, and Skyline's defense holds in the red zone, and now they go back on the ground. Here's Woodhouse, bounces it to the outside, and he's got a nice gain up over the 20, and they're going to give him the 26. That'll be a gain of 15. So it's been kind of the the Ricky Woodhouse show so far. He's got a bunch of carries already, Kevin, and, and running the ball really well. And you get the sense, and I know you as coaches look at this early in games, who is controlling the line of scrimmage? And you got to say Skyline now. It's obvious. They're winning up front. They're big. We, I seen them uh, firsthand against Warsaw, and they made that a really tight game, lost by one point. And Warsaw's a bigger school, and Skyline, I think, had them uh, bottled up. But Windsor right here, they've got to – be here, and they, they've got to show up, show that they've been here before, fly to the football, and use their speed, size versus speed here. Toss sweep back to Woodhouse there on that first down play, and he's hit that time. Peyton Witherspoon able to come up and make a nice hit, but they are really feeding Woodhouse the football. I think, what is it, just four passes so far for Skyline, and I think two, two maybe three completions for Beam, so not much throwing for Skyline, and they've also been able to control the time of possession battle. I mean, they have eaten up a bunch of this first quarter, and we've only seen the Windsor offense out there twice. So second down and eight for the Tigers from their own 25. Pass play out in the flat, caught by Williams. First down and more. Over the 40-45, he'll be up near midfield. A big chunk play as they hit Williams out in the flat, and he was wide open, Kevin. A lot of space out there in the secondary. Interesting enough, I actually seen him run that same play against Warsaw their last drive. So, okay, yeah. Um, you know, that's one that they kind of come back to. Yep. Usually we see Lawson do a lot of rollout stuff, but that's kind of that misdirection, backside look, almost like a counter run in a way. Talking to Lawson Beam's dad before the game, and he was really hurt by that Warsaw loss. That was a game they really felt like they should have won. And uh, so Coach Shelby probably tell you they really should have only had two losses coming into this one as they hand the ball back off to Woodhouse up over the 45 and near the 49-yard line. So short gain that time. But they're just kind of inside-outside running game right now. And then they kind of set Windsor up with that pass. They just kind of pass every once in a while, keep them honest. But they've hit some of those pass plays. Williams, a good start for him receiving the senior wideout for the Tigers. Under a minute left here in the first quarter now. Second down and six for Skyline at the 49 on the left hash. 
Handoff back to Woodhouse, and he's tripped up. That's a nice play by Corbett Terry. Able to get that ankle biter tackle, but able to get him down. It works. That's the second one we've seen uh, Corbin get in there and, and do a good job of bringing him down. And and uh, number 60's got his hands full with Corbin. There's a lot on the line for him, and he's proved himself here as one of the top guys on that D-line for the Greyhounds. So that should be the final play of the first quarter. So interesting start down here in the Class 1 District 4 championship game. The Skyline Tigers trying to knock off the undefeated defending state champs. And they lead after one, 7 to nothing in a grinded-out defensive game so far. We'll take a 60-second break. Back with quarter number two right after this on KDKD. Drew and Jonathan Scott here to tell you that American Family Insurance is committed to protecting your dream home so that your family has a place to share laughs, celebrations, and milestones. Which is why their new homeowner discount rewards customers who have purchased a new home in the last three years with a discount on their homeowner's policy. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Discount and savings amounts and eligibility will vary. Some restrictions apply. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Products not available in every state. At Maryfield Pharmacy, you are more than just a prescription. You are family. Located at the heart of Windsor, right across the street from the Golden Valley Medical Clinic. Maryfield Pharmacy is a full-service pharmacy offering prescriptions, vaccinations, and a full line of vitamins. With delivery and mail order available, it's never been easier to stay on top of your health needs. Locally owned and family operated, Maryfield Pharmacy is there for you. Transfer your prescriptions today by calling 660-647-2134. Maryfield Pharmacy, your hometown pharmacy with a world-class service. We are back here from Skyline. Spencer Edwards alongside with the head coach of the Clinton Cardinals, Kevin LeFevre. Harley back at the studios and glad you could be with us on this cold night as we go to quarter two. Lawson Beam looking to throw on third and five, and it's over the head of the intended receiver. Oh, but we got a flag out, Kevin. They're going to throw it at the 30. Skyline fans were wanting it, and I think they're going to get the pass interference. Very interesting right there. Uh, Dampier was out here on the sideline, and, uh, you know, I don't think he thought he would get there, and he just checked up, and the D-backs ran right into him. Um, you know, good job by the D-backs. They were right there. He just put the brakes on, and they ran into his back, and frustrating on, on their end. You know, they definitely won a situation where they thought they were going to do that. So the official, man, that wind kicking up too now. You can see those flags whipping, and so they are going to mark this. And this is spot foul, correct, Kevin? Is this to the 30, 35, 15-yarder? That's something, another thing we, we see different from the college games and the pro games. It's not where it happens. And that's why okay. a lot of times yep. in the end zone you see guys will get one on purpose to make sure that other team doesn't get the touchdown if it's a big pass play. Skyline going to go two wide receivers this time. Two to that right side. Woodhouse gets the handoff and not much as they bottle him up. Dalton Witherspoon, one of the initial defenders. Marshall Mankiti in there as well for the Greyhounds. But they've got this Windsor defense off balance a little bit. They're, they're moving them around. Uh, Windsor's missed a few tackles. And, uh, you know, you just get the sense, Kev, that they're just trying to kind of get in the rhythm of this game right now, Windsor defensively. Skyline's doing a good job at staying balanced. You know, up here in the box, we haven't figured out anything yet that kind of is a tell or gives away what they're doing. So, um, you know, I'm sure Windsor's coaches are all over it, and uh, we need to get this figured out. Yeah, that's a great point. I think you guys say uh, Brandon Shelby, he came prepared in terms of his scheming and wanted to keep him off balance, and that's what you get with a veteran coach. Is Beam going to go to the air, deep shot, right side. Oh, and it's in and out of the hands. I think Williams had a hand on it. Dylan might have got a hand on it. That was off two pairs of hands, I think. 
And, man, had Williams caught that off the tip, that was a touchdown. He probably would have backed his way into the end zone. He was only about five yards out. And, man, Windsor caught a break there because Williams, he was behind that corner a little bit. He, he got behind him, but just couldn't reel it in. Ball under thrown a little bit right there. Dylan um, kind of got out of position but made a very, uh, very good play right there to get a hand on it enough just to disrupt the catch there for Williams. So Coach Shelby going to take a timeout here. Skyline will use their first timeout of the half. 11:01 to go here in our first half of football. Skyline threatening again, still on top seven to nothing. We'll be back in 30 seconds right after this. Windsor Furniture Company is the can-do organization. That's been our motto since day one. We can help you find whatever you're looking for, for the living room, dining room, or bedroom, or any other room, including mattresses. We don't stop with mattresses. We have appliances, dishwashers, refrigerators, and more. Everything your home may need, and it's all at a low price. Windsor Furniture Company, located on North Main Street in Windsor. We're worth the drive. Welcome back here to Urbana. 11:01 left here in the first half. A defensive battle. If you like defense, this is your game. Totally the opposite of what we saw last year between these two teams. And man, a really interesting start. Skyline mixing up their offense, doing a good job keeping Windsor off balance. We saw a big fumble on a kick recovery that they got, even though Skyline didn't turn it into points. Windsor's offense has struggled. How often do we say that? Not very often. Bend uh, but don't break by both sides. They've yes. given up some yards here. Both teams have been in the other team's uh, possession. As there goes Lawson Beam on third and eight through the middle, and a big chunk play, gain of 20, all the way down to the Windsor 15. A first down and more, and nothing fancy, just a draw play, but it was well blocked. Man, the hole was enormous that time. And you just don't see these kind of holes, Kevin, uh, against this Windsor defense, one of the best defenses in the state. But, man, there is a lot of green grass to run through so far for the Tigers. Lawson being very quick, you know, in the past he's been kind of an edge runner on them rollouts and he'll take off. But both of his big runs right now have been design draws right up the middle, and that O-line's doing a good job getting second level. But this, I've just been so impressed with the balance. I mean, Skyline, they are mixing it up, mixing up the formations. Woodhouse stuffed this time. That's probably one of the best defensive plays for the Greyhounds. Four tacklers converge on him, and that'll be a loss. Corbin Terry was the first one there again. Um, I, need, I need to pay better attention. I don't know if they're reading him, and that's part of why he's getting back there so quick, but he's having himself a day already, and, and hopefully he can spark his teammates to kind of pick it up here. They've got plenty of time um, and, and really take over. That'll be a loss of a yard. Second down and 11 for Skyline. Ten minutes to go before the half. Trying to add to the 7 to nothing lead at the Windsor 18. Beam flushed out of the pocket. Rolling left. Let's it fly into the end zone. And it is caught, but was he inbounds? Oh, this is going to be a tough call. The officials are meeting. Neither one has made a signal. Here we go again. Spencer. Oh, you got it, buddy. Oh, and a wow, touchdown. Oh, a touchdown signal. A touchdown signal, and it was a late call. Oh, wow. I would have loved to have seen that replay. It was a great catch, but, I mean, no way we could tell from our angle if he slid the feet. And now, correct me if I'm wrong, Kev, is it one foot in high school or two? Just one. Just one. Just one. Okay. It's like the yeah. college game. Again, right. different from the pros, so okay. we have a lot a lot we got to keep track of there. Oh, man. But what a throw by Beam, and there he is rolling out. I mean, it was a great throw. 
And they get the touchdown call, and the extra point is good, but a flag is down on the far side, so we'll check the flag. And was that Cheek that made the catch? I was going to ask you the same thing. It was either him or Woodhouse. I think it was 88. I'm pretty sure on that. have to go back and check. But, yeah, that was a crazy, crazy play. And we get an offside, or did they pick up the flag? Thought we had an offside signal on Skyline on that, so the extra point is no good, I believe. Yeah, penalty will stand, and so it stays at 13 to nothing. Tigers add to the lead. 9.49 to go. Some rumblings down here. It's still early, but uh, a lot of folks around the state looking at this score already and thinking, wow, possible upset brewing. So we'll take a 60-second break kick when we come back after this on KDKD. At the Boys Car Care Center, located in Windsor, Doug and his crew have the expertise to keep your car running smoothly. Whether it's a repair, general maintenance, or a check engine light that popped up, you can always turn to the boys. With both the Boys Car Care Center and the boys downtown, their mechanics will have you back on the road in no time. We're rooting for the boys from the Boys Car Care Center. Go Greyhounds! Rick's Tire Services, located in Windsor, offers a variety of maintenance services to keep your vehicle safe on the road. Rick's Tire Services is the definition of hometown hospitality. With affordable prices and trusted mechanics, they have all your tire needs covered, from patches to new tires and even alignments. For other mechanic needs, stop by for a diagnostic assessment from the Honest Team at Rick's Tire Service. They are open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 8 to noon. Give Rick and his team a call at 660-647-2663. And we are back, and this is an interesting call we just had while we were in break. They actually called the penalty on Windsor, so it looked like initially Coach Shelby and Skyline, they were going to just decline it and not kick the extra point or not retry it. Now they will. So we had originally thought it was on Skyline, and they're going to go for two here, Kev. Half the distance to the goal, big, big two-point conversion. And it's a double Double reverse. Yeah, Woodhouse on the counter, hands it back off the other way and into the end zone. Taking that handoff will be the 11 of A.J. Dampier. Man, a nifty play right there for Skyline. Double counter reverse. And, man, the Tigers have it all working here in this first half as they now lead it 15 to nothing, 9.49 to go in the first half. We'll go ahead and keep it right here. And, man, Kevin, uh, you talk about a start. If you would have told Coach Shelby, how do you want to start this game, he would have said exactly like this. I mean, man, on both sides of the ball. I send it back to the uh, initial coin flip. They won it. Yes. They took yep. the ball, which is you don't see that a lot at this level, right. um, at the high school level. And usually coaches elect to defer, get that ball in the second half. Coach Shelby knew he had to come out and get a lead. And, and uh, you know, he, he's he's a very good coach. He's done it in a long time. And he's matched by Coach Fensel on the other side who, you know, coach of the year last year. Yeah. So this is a battle that we don't get to see, and, and we should really take gratefully absolutely yeah two great coaches and here kind of an onside kick it's loose and skyline looks like they've recovered it hit one of the up men for windsor oh man and now a flag is out i think we may get unsportsmanlike here on skyline's bench they had several coaches out on the field celebrating that 
So that's going to take some of the luster off of this, but it should still be skyline ball, I believe, on this, Kev. Personal foul on the sideline. If that is what it is, yeah. they should still get the ball and get backed up. Okay, so that should be the call. Boy, that official, he didn't waste any time. Yeah, and it will be a sideline warning on skyline. So as Kevin said, that goes down as unsportsmanlike, but it is a clean recovery for the Tigers. And what do you think? Was that, I think, by design on that? They went for it and caught Windsor off guard. Incredible job by the kicker right here. You know, a, a slow one, not like the last one where he popped it up in the air, but a slow one on the ground, hopping and bouncing, tough to cover those up. And, you know, we've talked about this. Not a lot of special teams time in practice, and, and neither of these teams probably had to work on that a whole lot. So it's new for both of them. And Skyline, their second fumble recovery on a kickoff. They have all the momentum here as they go back on offense. And here's Woodhouse. Oh, my gosh, he's dragging five guys with him. As Ricky Woodhouse, you can hear the crowd out here, packed in tonight at Skyline. And Ricky Woodhouse, man, running like a man possessed. Gain of about 11, but he probably drugged four Windsor defenders with him, Kevin, for about five yards on that. We said he was about 200 pounds, and, and I do believe he's probably every bit of that big, strong, physical runner. And with this lead, you know, nine and a half left, still quite a bit in the second quarter, but I bet we see a little more of him than we have so far. So it's been a run-heavy first half for Skyline. They go back to Woodhouse and a lane this time again for him over the 25 near the 21 of Windsor. So man, this Windsor defense, Kevin, being asked to do a lot. They've been on the field a lot in this first quarter. Skyline is just or first half, I should say. Tigers have dominated time of possession and now you've got to ask them to go right back out there after another turnover. Woodhouse is starting to break some big chunk runs and that we cannot have that um, because we, we do not want to get down three possessions. Second down and three for the Tigers. From the Windsor 22, they flush Beam out of the pocket, but there's that good scrambling ability, able to roll away from it, and then just throws the ball out of bounds. Oh, and are they going to call that a sack, technically? I, yeah, he stepped out. Stepped out. Um, looks like it might be. Wow. Um, oh, they're going to say gain of zero. Okay, so, yeah, just got back to the original line of scrimmage, I believe, which was the 29. Uh, I'm sorry, that yeah, was a that, big run by Woodhouse. That would be a sack on, on himself, really. Yeah. Right, even though, but they did say he did go out of bounds on that. Mm -hmm. So I think they said that foot was out of bounds as he threw it, and Beam was just trying to throw that ball away on that. So that's kind of a mistake there for loss of Beam. And that makes it a third down and a 10 back to the 29. So four wide receivers out of the shotgun. Again, they flush him out, but he just rolls away from it. To the left, pressure coming. Gets hit as he throws, throws into the end zone, and it's incomplete as Peyton Witherspoon back in coverage and just ran out of real estate in that corner as he had Williams down there deep along with Dampier, couldn't connect. So fourth down and long for Skyline, and now decision time again here for Coach Shelby with 8.33 left, still plenty of time before the half, and we'll see what they want to do here. That's what Lawson does well. He gets out of the pocket, and, and you know, I'm a coach personally. Um, I, I don't blitz a lot. I usually trust my front four, but he was someone that we specifically called a blitz almost every play, and I sent whoever was on that edge on the wide side because I didn't want him to get that comfortability. If he gets the edge on that DN, he has time to look and search and let his receivers work. So hard to sack. As they drop back, they'll go for it on fourth and ten. Pass up in the air, and it's tipped and intercepted. Picked off by Peyton Witherspoon. I think he was in bounds. 
off the tip. Williams, it hit him in the hands, and there's a spark for Windsor. As they, There's the signal. Yeah, they're going to call the pick clean inbounds. Man, and they had Williams. He ran kind of a post route to the far side and goes right off those fingertips. And on a cold night like tonight, it is hard to catch that football. And Windsor's defense, man, that was a huge, huge stop as they get their first turnover of the night. But they're still backed up deep. But the main thing is, as you said, Kevin, earlier, you did not want to go down three scores there. And that was a huge, huge play on fourth down. Big momentum spark. No question. So right after Windsor fumbled on another kickoff, they get an interception as they go on the ground. Here's Dalton Witherspoon. Flags are out as Dalton trying to turn the corner on the sweep. But we'll have to check the flag. Two flags, I believe, Spencer. Yeah, now we One came little, in late there. Yep, and now we got a little jawing here as they have to separate the kids. And they got to be careful there, too, and it's going to be coming back. They're going to get a hold on Windsor. And uh, as you said, I think the second one came out, but it may have just been on the same hold. Official may have saw. Now they're going to have a conversation with Peyton Witherspoon there. Got a little chippy after that play. Another flag on the play. Oh, and did they just call unsportsmanlike on top of that as well? May have got Windsor. Well, we didn't get the signal yet. So there's the hold. We got that. Yeah, so just the hold looks like. So that backs it up to the 10 yard line. So I think official may just come in and give it a little warning there uh, before, you know, it may say on that, hey, next one may have to call unsportsmanlike on you. Peyton's a high-energy player, and, you know, he, he has to be that way. He's got two older brothers that he's, he's always had a battle with, and, and he's done that his whole life, competed with those guys. And, you know, he's a high-energy guy, high motor. You know, we're seeing it looks like they're back in Windsor's coaches up over here on the sideline. That's that's both sides kind of getting that yep. sideline warning. Yeah. Um, so a big game, big moment. That's moments. right. Yeah, thing, things getting heated here. I mean, getting the energy, as you would expect, uh, in a game like this, of this magnitude, but and that's where it's hard. And I know you as a coach, and all coaches try to teach their kids, you got to find that way, play with energy, but find that sweet spot. You know, maintain that composure, uh, but play with high energy, but just don't let it take control of you. But it is hard to do. So after the penalty, it's first down and 20. They roll Dylan out all the way back from the 10-yard line, bootlegging back to the 5 and nowhere to go as they just push him out of bounds. And, man, great coverage down in the secondary for the Tigers, nowhere to get that ball downfield. This defense from Skyline, Kevin, man, I mean, nothing has come easy at all for Windsor. They have been totally taken out of their game so far offensively. You know, we've seen something right there out of Dillon. He kind of rolled out almost very similar to yep. Skyline's offense, and, and he's a lot like Lawson Beam, very athletic, very yep. fast, and just didn't have nothing downfield. But the difference is Skyline's defensive line didn't go hard downfield. They played sideline there, and they were able to get to him, rally him up. Really tough spot here for the Windsor offense. Second down and 20 from their own five. Dillon takes the snap in his own end zone, scrambles back to the right as they flush him out, now pulls it down and keeps up over the 10, 15 to the 20 to the 30, and that's going to be a first down run. Boy, Dalton Witherspoon threw him a block as well, and Dylan, as you just alluded to, Kevin, they're right on cue showing those wheels and just kind of gave Lawson Beam a dose of his own medicine and scrambled out and said, I can do this too. So a gain of about 30 yards there to get the second down and 20 conversion and get him out of the shadow of the end zone. For the fans at home, Windsor's down 15-0, but we have to remember they're the state champs. They're not worried yet. Um, they've they've been in situations, and, and they're going to keep playing hard. They know the game's not over. A lot of game left. No question. As 
Dalton Witherspoon getting that toss sweep this time, and again they string the play out. Good pursuit by the Skyline defense. Zach Williams over there along with the 72 of Briley Turner able to make the combined stop. But those toss sweeps tonight, Kevin, they have not been there. I mean, Skyline with that good speed has taken those away. Skyline getting good pressure with pretty much four most of this game. So second down. We'll call it seven to go for Windsor from their own 33. Handoff off the left side. Here's a hole for J.J. Hall. He's got the 40, 45 midfield and into Skyline territory. That'll be a big first down run for Hall. And just a little sweep action. And that's really been the first play. They've popped off that outside run in this ballgame. Hall had one earlier. He got 10 yards on the same kind of thing. That's that's 31 for him on, tonight on two carries. So interesting enough here, he's had two sweeps for 31 yards. Dalton has had six carries for about 23. So you're seeing how Skyline's making them work. Windsor offense showing a little life after this interception, trying to get on the board. They go back on the ground. Here's a lane for Peyton Witherspoon, and he crashes up over the 40, give him the 36. So that's a gain of about eight. On that run, Windsor's O-line starting to open up some holes up front now in that running game. And I think Coach Vinsel has decided, Kevin, this may be a game you just have to win on the ground. I mean, Skyline's already shown they can take away the pass. You may just really have to run the rock in this game all night, potentially. That's what Windsor's done good all year. You know, a lot of times you'll know about the pass if, just based off team speed. Here's a handoff. Peyton Witherspoon going to give it back off to Dillon, and he'll bounce it to the outside. He's got the 30 and all the way down to about the 26. That'll easily be another first down. So Peyton playing quarterback there, handing off to Dillon. Usually we see it's Dillon to Dalton, but that time Dillon showing those wheels and a big gain of 15, move the chain. So Windsor with really their first rhythm of this game on offense. With 5.44 left in the first half, down 15-0, looking for their first points and on the move. You're starting to see some misdirection, some some different play designs right here out of Coach Vinsel and the Greyhounds. And, and he, he figured out he can't he can't just do that base run concept. Now you're starting to see some counters, some reverses, and, and they're moving the football right here. First down and 10 at the 26. Direct snap to Peyton. Busts it through the middle as he broke a tackle at the 20 over the 15. Down to the 10, and there's that energy. Oh, and Kevin oh, just no. got it. Oh, man. We were just talking about that, showing some energy. And all he did, he bounced up and pointed first down, which you see that a lot. Some officials let that go, but they're going to get him there, I think, for unsportsmanlike on this. Yeah, you know, he got the warning earlier, which yeah. means they're watching him. And, right. and that's the issue with when we start watching pro ball every Sunday. Those guys are paid millions of dollars, and, and they're fined behind the scenes, but we can't have our young men out here doing this, and especially in big games like this. Yeah, and as you said, they'd already warned him, and I think that came into play, certainly on that. So, man, that's a tough break for Windsor. That's going to negate what was a nice run for Peyton right up the middle, which would have put him down to the 10. So that should be 15 on that, I believe. As official picks that football up and will start walking backwards. So that will take them out of the red zone, up over the 20, still going to come across the 20, put it down at the 25. So 15-yarder. You know, the good thing here, Spencer, is, and I don't know if they got this right, but he got the 15-yard gain. Probably should have been a first down, moves the sticks, and back them up. They've moved the sticks now to where they've only got to get 10 again. So 
doesn't necessarily hurt Windsor outside of just their field position. First down and 10 at the 25. They'll go back on the ground. Peyton still at quarterback. Going to hand off to Dylan and not much there. Skyline ready for it inside. As getting up off the pile, big number 55, and they're making a nice play. That's Will Blankenship, senior defensive lineman for the Tigers. And as Kevin said, they've got that size in the middle. Weston Stoner, who's their center on offense, big guy there in the middle as well on that D-line, and they are having a tough time moving them so far. So loss of a yard on that play. Second down and 11 for Windsor from the Skyline 26. Pass out in the flat is going to be caught, but not much after the catch. Making the grab was Caleb Eaton, but he just kind of lost his footing, I think, fell towards the sideline on that. No one really around him there, you know, and he, he picked up a gain that looks like two there, and, and I thought he could have turned that upfield and kind of settled for it. He might have sent someone coming, and and uh, that's where, you know, you feel bad when you turn and there's no one there. Yeah, that, that's definitely what happened on that. It really looked like he had that room, but sometimes uh, you get to thinking about the defender and, uh, and that pass kind of was led a little bit towards the sideline, so the momentum might have carried him out a little bit. So that brings up a big third down. Third down and eight for Windsor. They're going to go halfback pass. Dylan pitches it to Dalton. Well, he was looking to pass it. Oh, but unbelievable. Skyline takes it away. They didn't let him throw that. He wanted to, and then Dalton gets hit and pushed out of bounds. And he's a little gimpy too, Kevin, coming up hobbling as he took a hard shot into the bench. Boy, so we'll have to watch that. That is concerning for Windsor. And that brings up fourth and ten. So Skyline's defense, they are able to take away the halfback pass, and that is a huge stop for them. After they turned it over on offense, Windsor was marching it down, but you get that big personal foul and sportsmanlike penalty. Uh, that time on Peyton takes you from the ten, what would have been about a first and goal, Boom, and that really hurt that series, and then they stop them the next two plays. So a timeout here on the field. We're going to have a timeout called by Windsor, and we'll see what Coach Vinsel wants to do when we come back. Fourth down and 10 from the 25 for Windsor, 3.59 to go in the first half. We'll be back in 30 right after this. Every farmer needs a co-op they can count on as a key to their operation. Windsor Farmers Co-op is the place to go if you want quality products and quality service. They want to help you with all your feed, chemical, seed, and farm supplies. Their friendly faces and hometown service definitely make them the choice of your neighbors. Located at 500 West Jackson in Windsor, they encourage you to stop in and check out the quality products and services for yourself. Give them a call at 660-647-2117. Spencer Edwards, Kevin LeFevre back with you here from Urbana, Missouri tonight on this cold, cold November night district championship football. Harley back at the studios, and it's really great to have you along for this one. Has not started the way we expected. 15 to nothing, skyline leading. They have frustrated Windsor all game on offense. 3.58 to go in the first half, and Windsor going to go for it out of the timeout on fourth and 10 as Dylan Witherspoon... Throws it all the way back at midfield. He just got rid of the ball. A flag comes out. Boy, he got pushed back 20 yards before he could throw that. The pressure was all over him, but we're going to have to check on this flag. A lot of interesting things here, Spencer. Again, another flag pre-snap where they still let the play go on. Yep. So, again, you would think that's on the defense and not the offense. And then very easily could have been an intentional grounding there, um, which takes it away and turns it over anyway on downs. But... Um, 
you know, Skyline again carrying the, men, the momentum. Big personal foul call on Windsor earlier. Yes, that is uh, one of those plays. You may look back on that drive, and Windsor may think, man, we had that chance to potentially what was their clearest opportunity to get some points in this game. So not sure about this penalty here. The White Hat coming over to talk with Coach Shelby. And you wonder, was that, did they think intentional grounding on this? No, false start on Windsor. Penalty is declined. Okay, and then intentional grounding. They did call intentional grounding as well on Dylan Witherspoon. And that will be accepted. That moves the football and it's loss of down. So they do yep. turn the ball over and they should get some yardage here. But Of course, it was fourth down anyway, I believe. Yes, on sir. That. Yeah, yes, so, sir. wow, a lot of stuff happening, as you said. That was... Uh, Crazy play, but, man, the pressure. I mean, Skyline brought the pressure. Uh, they are really bothering. Uh, I mean, the Windsor passing game has just been non-existent. I mean, we have not seen a team shut Windsor down like this in terms of the pass uh, in really two two or three years. Yeah, Since I, your team at Lincoln. <laughs> no, you're exactly right. <laughs> we'll go and, that far back. And, and there yeah. was a there was the intentional grounding, so Skyline did get some, some yards here too as well. Right. I right. think that was a design screen call, so they let that that D line right. go. Yep. They ended up covering the screen guy. Dylan didn't have a second option. That's the danger of screen passes. So Windsor not able to take advantage of the interception. They drove it. They threatened, but come up short. As here's a handoff for Woodhouse up the middle. Nice lane again for him. 35 to the 40 on the run. Gain of about seven on the play, and I'd say. Ricky Woodhouse, he has got to be up around 100 yards rushing, I'd say, by now. Don't you think? Or right around there? Well, you got 80? I think he's about 50 right oh, now. Oh, 50, okay. Um, he might be a little over if I I'm missed one generous. or two. But yeah, he's generous. having a, a good day, and, and he's on pace for that big game. Um, and, and that's not the back we thought coming into it that would be sitting around there. Coming up on the three-minute mark here in this first half, and still a 15 to nothing skyline lead. Three wide receivers set. They're going to motion Woodhouse out of the slot on the left side. They'll play fake it to him. Bootleg right for Beam. Hit as he throws. Lofts it. Oh, and the pass is behind Mason Beck, who is now is down, writhing in pain. Came down maybe on that ankle and gets up, but uh, very gingerly. A pass was thrown behind him on that and kind of lofted. You know, Beam kind of had to loft it to get it over the defender, but didn't put enough touch on that. And it falls incomplete. Beam's got away with a lot of those touch passes. We've seen him underthrow one here that Dylan Witherspoon about picked off. And then he did throw one to Peyton earlier. You know, Windsor's got speed themselves, and he's going to have to put a good football out there. So third down two. They'll go back to the pound and ground. Inside handoff back to Woodhouse. And stopped from here. Looks like right down the line. Should be a first down. But, uh, yep, it will be as they'll move the sticks. They give him the 42, needed about three, and able to get just that amount to keep the sticks moving for Skyline as we approach 240 left in his first half. Wide receiver splits to both sides as Beam hands off back to Woodhouse, hit at the line of scrimmage, falls forward, gets to about the 45, and another minimal gain that time. But Woodhouse, you know, he's had the short runs. We haven't seen him you know, pop the big 50, 60 yarders yet. Yeah, he's already at 13 carries yeah. um, on the night, and, and that's saying I didn't miss one early. Um, I was getting a little lazy with the stats, but uh, 
They're going to go to him. They're going to protect this lead and probably take this into half is what they're going to try to do. Second and one. They drop back to pass. Beam going to air it out deep down the right sideline looking for Williams, and it's incomplete. They had him double covered deep down the field as Dylan Witherspoon back in coverage with J.J. Hall. And a little bit too much on that pass. Windsor might have figured something out here in the secondary. After Beam started three for four, you know, he's went on a stretch here. He did complete the big touchdown pass. But that's the only pass he completed since his third pass of the night. Um, and one of those misses was an interception. So Windsor might have figured something out in coverage. So if they can get something going offensively, they might find a way to uh, hold and sustain Skyline's attack right here. Third down, seven. Ball at the 45 for Skyline on their half. As being back to pass, looking for the Ooh. screen. And, man, they didn't have that drawn up nobody was home as beam threw it and coach vinsel on the far sideline wanting an intentional grounding on that play he was clearly throwing that away he did have a receiver about five yards away i noticed the ref pointed out but he was he was clearly throwing that away and and i'm sure after the greyhounds had that happen to them vinsel's going to be pretty upset on that yeah he he's got those arms extended wanting that call but not going to get it but the windsor defense holds so forces a fourth down and seven Skyline will punt from their own 45. Williams shanked one earlier, gets off a beauty here, and this is going to hit at the 10 and roll down. Oh, and Dylan's going to pick it up. Oh, he fields it at the one-yard line and just gets hit and dropped out of bounds by Williams, so he may have got the three on that. Man, so Windsor going to be backed up deep, going to have to pretty much go the length of the field here with a minute 52 left in the first half. A lot of times as returners, they're told, you, you get your heels on the on the 10 and, and you don't go backwards. And Dylan did a good job staying with that. The ball stopped on the one, and, and that two yards is big because now they have a little bit of room away from their own end zone to get something off here. So Windsor going to have to mount a end-of-half drive, going to have to take it pretty much 90 yards, uh, a little more than that actually, about 95 as they start from the four. Direct snap. Here's Dalton Witherspoon, breaks it around the corner, gets free up over the 20 to 25, and he's going to have the first down easily with a big chunk run there of about 30 yards, so that'll give you a lot of daylight and get you out to about the 25-yard line, and Winds are going to go hurry-up mode now. They hurry up to that line of scrimmage. They go no huddle. They'll start the clock when they set the chains, and now the official steps into the middle and stops play, or they want to trying to give time for substitution here or is this boy that's interesting it looked like he picked something up and i said coach there's not a lot more frustrating than that oh, because you're trying to get something going right trying to hurry it up as they go to the end around handoff back to dalton running left cuts out of one tackle and not much again they string that play out again williams and woodhouse converge for the tackle for skyline So he popped the first down run, couldn't get around the edge there. Brings up second down and 10. No gain for Windsor from their own 25. Peyton Witherspoon at quarterback. Hands off to Dillon. He'll cut back against the grain with a lane up over the 35 to the 40. Stays inbound, so he sets the ball down. They hurry it up. That'll be a first down. They'll set the chains, and the clock should start. It's stopped with 114. Windsor has all of their timeouts remaining as well. And Windsor will get the ball to start the second half. Four wide receiver set from the 40 on first and 10 pass play out in the flat. Dylan hits his target. That'll be Peyton Witherspoon, makes the catch, and did he get out of bounds there? 
I don't believe so. I think they're. Yep. I think they got this going. They still look like they're in hurry up mode here. Yep. He did not get out, so they put him out at the 43. Clock rolling along. Under a minute left. 50 seconds to go in the first half. Four wide. Dylan out of the shotgun with the snap. Fires the pass and it's incomplete. Tried to hit Peyton right at the stick, up at midfield, off of his hands. And again, winds are going into the wind as well. It's a very stiff breeze here tonight. So this certainly is going to make things a lot tougher if you want to try to throw this ball down the field. Windsor's doing a good job making short passes out to the sideline here, trying to get guys in space, and, and they're not trying to fight that win yet. they got 44 seconds and, and still a couple timeouts. Here's a double reverse. Parker Craig going to hand it back off the left side to J.J. Hall, trying to turn the corner, lowers the shoulder, and gets hit right at midfield, stays inbounds. Clock. Could be a bad spot there, Spencer. They went ahead yeah. and stopped it. Yeah, they did. Um, Man, hopefully. Hopefully for a measurement, but I thought he had it there. I did too. Yeah, that, but that's big for Windsor. They stopped it. Officials converge, and yeah, they will. They're going to stop the clock for measurement. Gives us a chance to pause here for station ID. You're listening to a Radford Media Group station, KDKD 95.3 FM, Clinton, Missouri, bringing you high school football here tonight. The defending state champion Windsor Greyhounds coming in undefeated, trying to advance to the quarterfinal round, but they are in a battle here tonight. As Skyline trying to pull the upset, leading 15 to nothing so far. Skyline the one seed, even though they had three losses this year, and that's because of the point system, as Kevin was explaining last week. Uh, you get points in high school football here in Missouri for playing up a class. So Skyline's played a lot of Class Two teams. All three of their losses were to Class Twos. So that gave them the advantage, and they, just like last year, got that top seed again, and uh, that's just the way it is. So they will measure twice here. They are extra cautious tonight. And they bring it to the middle of the field and the left hash, and they call him short and not by much. So less than a yard. It'll be fourth down, ball right at midfield. And Windsor will come out onto the field, and they will go for this. 35.3 seconds left in the half. What do you think play call is here, Kevin? They're going to have to throw. You're, you're going to have to use the incomplete passes like timeouts and, and not be afraid to throw those. A draw sneak, actually, right up down. the middle, and boy. I don't know if he got it. I don't know either. That it's, was fourth, too. That was fourth and less than a yard, and from here, it is going to be just enough. So first down, as uh, Dylan Witherspoon right in behind center, able to move the sticks, and good block by the young man up there, the big center there in the middle for the Greyhounds. Rodrigo Chavez making a nice block for his quarterback. So 18 seconds to go in the half. Not much time now. They hand off. Running right. Dalton Witherspoon trying to turn the corner. Gets a few extra yards and then gets out of bounds. Oh, clock was running there. Might have got a little home cooking on the clock. A couple seconds ran off, I think, after he was out of bounds. But they're going to give him the first down. That will be a gain of 20. So that takes it to the skyline 36 with 10.3 on the clock. They're saving them timeouts here, Spencer. You know, they've got yep. a couple left, I believe, and and uh, interesting to see them still running the football, sitting on their timeouts, 10 seconds. They're going to have to use these um, here in a minute and draw up something that will get them in the end zone. Yeah, you almost have to throw that. Well, and now Coach Vinsel will take one. So he'll burn one here with 10.3 on that first half clock. We'll go ahead and step aside as well. We'll be back right here in 30 seconds right after this on KDKD. KD. 
The Windsor Livestock Auction is the place to be for your livestock sales. With a large livestock auction and 35-plus employees to pre-sort and handle your cattle the correct way, Windsor Livestock Auction is the place to be. Cattle sales take place every Wednesday at noon. Sign up for the weekly text alerts by texting cattle to 313-131. That's cattle to 313-131 to be in the loop for early consignments, stock market reports, special cattle sales, and much more. Don't forget to follow the Windsor Livestock Auction on Facebook. It's always a good time at the Windsor Livestock Auction. Ten point three left here on our first half from the Class One District Four Championship game. Eight and three Skyline, eleven and zero Windsor Tigers have gotten the better of Windsor so far, leading it fifteen to nothing. Windsor's only been in the red zone once in this game. They fumbled a couple kickoffs. It's been a very un-Windsor-like first half. But as Kevin has said. These are the defending state champs. They know there's a lot of football left and now trying to work some magic here right at the end of the half. And if you could find a way to score here, you do get the ball to start the second half. So they go empty backfield, five wide. Dylan back to pass with time. Now rolls right and flushed into the sideline. And, man, that skyline defense playing, what are they playing, seven deep back there, Kev? Nothing. I mean, just nothing all night. Yeah, this is where I like to single up this single receiver over here. If you watched uh, 35 over here for Windsor, he was open. Now, Dylan did have to roll out that other direction, but they had an opportunity to come to him over here, Dylan White. Um, he just didn't see him. You see him singled up again here. Looks like same formation, possibly moving Parker Craig over here into a slot. So it looks like a twins look here. Second down and eight. So he just barely got out of bounds on that to spare 2.9 seconds. Could be the final play of the half. Dylan back to pass. Steps up, airs it out. Deep into triple coverage. Tipped up in the air. And it is knocked down. Boy, a lot of skyline defenders down there. Uh, It was going to be an awfully tough catch for J.J. Hall, the intended receiver. And that ends the first half. Wow, what a game we've had so far as skyline trying to pull off the massive upset they lead here at the half 15 to nothing in urbana we'll take it back three minute break here be back and we'll have some stats for you and we'll recap the first half when we come back you're listening to high school playoff action right here on kdkd football is a game that demands teamwork you don't dare face the opponent alone just like the legal opponents you might face when the unexpected happens. You want the best team possible, like the folks at Dolan Haney Law Firm. At Dolan Haney, the client always comes first. That's why we focus on resolving legal problems in the most effective way. Whether it's in court or with direct negotiations, Dolan Haney has the local expertise to guide you every step of the way. Call for a free consultation at 885-9600. T.H. Rogers Lumber Company, located at 114 East Benton Street in Windsor, has all your handyman needs covered. They are more than just lumber. They carry a wide variety of tools, hardware, paints, plumbing, heating, cooling, electrical, and even supplies for the farm. T.H. Rogers Lumber Company even carries a full line of vinyl siding, windows, and metal roofing. No matter what your project entails, T.H. Rogers Lumber promises to provide quality materials at a competitive price. Complete your project today by stopping by your local T.H. Rogers Lumber Company store at 114 East Benton Street in Windsor. 
Windsor Furniture Company is the can-do organization. That's been our motto since day one. We can help you find whatever you're looking for, for the living room, dining room, or bedroom, or any other room, including mattresses. We don't stop with mattresses. We have appliances, dishwashers, refrigerators, and more. Everything your home may need, and it's all at a low price. Windsor Furniture Company, located on North Main Street in Windsor. We're worth the drive. At Maryfield Pharmacy, you are more than just a prescription. You are family. Located at the heart of Windsor, right across the street from the Golden Valley Medical Clinic. Maryfield Pharmacy is a full-service pharmacy offering prescriptions, vaccinations, and a full line of vitamins. With delivery and mail order available, it's never been easier to stay on top of your health needs. Locally owned and family operated, Maryfield Pharmacy is there for you. Transfer your prescriptions today by calling 660-647-2134. Maryfield Pharmacy, your hometown pharmacy with a world-class service. At the Boys Car Care Center, located in Windsor, Doug and his crew have the expertise to keep your car running smoothly. Whether it's a repair, general maintenance, or a check engine light that popped up, you can always turn to the boys. With both the Boys Car Care Center and the boys downtown, their mechanics will have you back on the road in no time. We're rooting for the boys from the Boys Car Care Center. Go Greyhounds! Drew and Jonathan Scott here to tell you that American Family Insurance is committed to protecting your dream home so that your family has a place to share laughs, celebrations, and milestones. Which is why their new homeowner discount rewards customers who have purchased a new home in the last three years with a discount on their homeowner's policy. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Discount and savings amounts and eligibility will vary. Some restrictions apply. American Family Mutual Insurance Company S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Products not available in every state. Halftime here from Skyline High School in our district championship game. And, man, it has not gone the way the Windsor Greyhounds would have liked after one half as Skyline leads it 15 to nothing. And Kevin LeFevre, boy, uh, what a first half we saw, both ends of the ball. You just got to tip your cap to Coach Shelby and his staff. The defense has shut Windsor down. Obviously, the first time all year, Windsor's been held scoreless at the half. Uh, just not a lot on offense. Uh, Skyline, you know, they, they haven't had the big wow gee whiz plays, but they've been able to move the ball slowly down the field, hit a big pass for a touchdown, got another touchdown earlier as you uh, have some stats for us as well as a recap of the scoring. You know, Skyline's done a great job running the football here and really has, has gotten close to match, or match Windsor's rushing attack. Windsor as a team uh, ran for 177 yards combined. You know, only 55 of those coming from Dalton, and two of those were big runs there at the end. You know, a 21-yarder, 13-yarder. Woodhouse, across from him, similar numbers. He's had 12 carries for 51 yards, and Skyline ran for 156. So, you know, pretty similar there in the rushing attack. Your your big difference here tonight is Skyline's pass for 59 yards, um, one touchdown, one pick. They've taken the risk, and, and Windsor made them pay there once. But Windsor, right now, I believe they're three for five for eight yards passing, and and that's going to be the difference. You know, we we talked about Skyline wanting that ball early, wanting to get the first score, make Windsor chase points, and and have to pass the football, and and they just haven't opened that up yet. Very interesting first half. Of course, we saw the two Windsor fumbles on those kicks, one of which was an onside. 
Uh, Skyline scored off that second recovery, didn't score off the first recovery, but Beam uh, with a touchdown run. And then that touchdown pass was, we were kind of thinking, you know, it was a late call. It was a great catch. The question was, was he inbounds? And as you said earlier, just have to have one foot in high school football. But the officials converged. The back judge and the line judge met and signaled a late touchdown. So without the luxury replay, you have to obviously give the officials the benefit of the doubt on that. Uh, Obviously, Windsor fans probably are going to say, well, we were looking over there. It was right to their side of the field. So that was one of those you'd love to see on film uh, going back and looking at it. But just really a two-touchdown difference in the game, Kev, but you feel like you're almost down 30 if you're Windsor because it's been so difficult to get anything going on offense. Definitely the momentum is something that um, has we've seen shift back and forth. Windsor caught some glimpses early, um, has stopped Skyline a couple times in, in their territory, but that touchdown, that was a big one, big play. Somebody's always going to be mad in that situation. You know, I, I think back to actually against Windsor, uh, 2018, 19, somewhere around there, big play in the end zone. Uh, Windsor threw a touchdown pass. They called him out of bounds. I think he was in after watching film. Uh, so very fortunate for us that night. And and that's something where, you know, if your officials are convening right there, they probably don't know. Yeah. And like I said, somebody's yeah. going to be upset. Big right. moment. Yep. Um, incredible catch by that young man. And, and you got to tip your hat to him. Windsor needs to prepare for an onside kick right here coming out of halftime. Yeah, They've got to be yeah. ready for that. And I'm yep. sure they're talking about it. Because uh, that would be a momentum. We, we keep talking oh, and saying momentum. Yeah. But, boy, would that oh, be something yeah. that would really you know, you say 30-0, to zero, feel, feel yeah. that would that would definitely start heading that direction quickly. Oh, yeah, no doubt about it. And we know, you know, Coach Shelby, and he's shown so far, he's going to be aggressive. He knows to beat a team, the caliber of Windsor, you've got to be aggressive and, and take chances. And that's where up a couple scores, it gives you that leeway a little bit. So we shall see uh, what they want to do uh, coming out of the second half well, with the kick. But if you're in that Windsor locker room, uh, I know you as a coach, as a motivator, you say, hey, we just have to stay in this game. We have to tell ourselves we've got two quarters of football. We haven't played anywhere near what we're capable of playing, but we know that we can get things going. Just a few spark plays. I really thought that interception, you know, Peyton had that tipped interception. That was another situation. You move the ball down the field, couldn't score off of that. I really think that was kind of a deflating thing for Windsor because you were inside the 10. Then comes the unsportsmanlike penalty call backs you up out of the red zone, and then you end up getting stopped off of that. So you could almost say, man, you know, we could have been down 15-8 as opposed to 15 nothing." Big penalty by that young man, you know, and, I, and I, I hope for him, you know, they get something coming back, and yeah. and so it's not something where they try pointing the finger. And, and like I said, they have experience. They've been here. Hopefully they're not going to do that. I look to see Windsor right here widen Dalton out, um, put him in receiver, make them have to cover him and his speed out in space, maybe a big play early out of Windsor to, to get that spark and get it going the right direction. But they're going to have to start hitting the big ones here um, to chase because, you know, with the way Woodhouse is running, Skyline's going to be able to milk some clock if they stick with him, and, and Windsor's going to have to start getting a little more aggressive with these play calls. Going to be a very interesting second half, to say the least. 15 to nothing, Skyline, the one seed over the undefeated Windsor Greyhounds, the two seed here. Winner moves on to the quarterfinal round, and they will get the winner of that Marionville-Thayer game. We might see if we can check on that, see if we can come up with a score on that one uh, as we move along here because everybody here at the stadium very much uh, interested uh, in that one. That should be one heck of a game as well. And, of course, Windsor very familiar with both of those teams 
played them last year, played Marionville in the quarters and got there, of course, in that classic game down in the semifinals down there in Thayer uh, a year ago. But one of those teams' uh, season will be done uh, tonight uh, coming out of that one uh, over there. I believe that game is at Thayer, uh, if my memory serves me correctly, but I'm not 100% sure on that. So we'll step aside, take another three-minute timeout here, be back with more halftime coverage coming your way from Skyline High School after this on KDKD. Football is a game that demands teamwork. You don't dare face the opponent alone, just like the legal opponents you might face when the unexpected happens. You want the best team possible, like the folks at Dolan Haney Law Firm. At Dolan Haney, the client always comes first. That's why we focus on resolving legal problems in the most effective way. Whether it's in court or with direct negotiations, Dolan Haney has the local expertise to guide you every step of the way. Call for a free consultation at 885-9600. Rick's Tire Services, located in Windsor, offers a variety of maintenance services to keep your vehicle safe on the road. Rick's Tire Services is the definition of hometown hospitality. With affordable prices and trusted mechanics, they have all your tire needs covered, from patches to new tires and even alignments. For other mechanic needs, stop by for a diagnostic assessment from the Honest Team at Rick's Tire Service. They are open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 8 to noon. Give Rick and his team a call at 660-647-2663. Just as your local State Farm agent combines good neighbor service with surprising great rates, you can combine home and auto. And guess what you'll get? That's right, good neighbor service and surprising great rates. In fact, State Farm agent Greg Franken is your go-to agent for the service you deserve at the price you want. So try combining home and auto today. State Farm agent Greg Franken will help you mix and match things perfectly. Call 660-647-2150 for surprising great rates. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. The Henry County Library and Lenora Blackmore Branch are open to the public for a wide variety of library services, from free notary services to a passport agent and even a book express service to help those who are homebound get reading materials. They are even expanding over the Missouri Evergreen Program, providing patrons with access to over 3 million items statewide. Children can even get in on the fun. Story time is offered at the Henry County Library on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 10 a.m. and at the Lenora Blackmore Branch on Fridays at 10.30 a.m. beginning September 3rd. Follow the Henry County Library on Facebook for other great programs. Gary's Towing, we go the extra mile with a helpful smile. At Gary's Towing, we know all about the importance of family. Hi, this is Amanda with Gary's Towing, and I just wanted to let you know that you're not just another service call. You are a family, and we are dedicated to getting you taken care of quickly and safely. We are locally owned and family operated. Whether it's day or night, Gary's Towing is available 24-7 to help you get back on the road. Remember, for affordable towing, give us a call at 885-HELP. That's 885-4357. At the heart of Central Missouri Community Credit Union is its love and involvement in the community. Whether you need an auto loan to get you back on the road, or you're a student just paving your road to financial success, CMCCU is there for you no matter your needs. With locations in Warrensburg, Sedalia, and Richmond, banking has never been easier. By taking advantage of CMCCU's full-service financial institution, you save time and money so you can focus on what truly matters. Halftime here in Urbana, 15 to nothing. Skyline on top of Windsor. Speaking of scores, just got a scoring update. Kevin on his phone, able to get us the score for that Thayer-Marionville game, which is the uh, Class 1 District 3 championship. And Thayer leading the Comets 8 to nothing at the half. So an interesting score right there, Kevin. Kind of a defensive battle, sounds like, similar to here. 
uh, in that one, even though a little uh, less scoring. So we shall see. I know Marionville, they've got a pretty good offense and kind of surprising uh, that Thayer was able to shut them out. Very similar to here. Uh, Windsor, a team that's averaging around 45 a game. Goose egg here at the break. So uh, really may come down to the wire in that second half in that Thayer-Marionville ball game. Both physical teams. They're yep. going to be pound, pound the rock, uh, everybody in the box. Um, and, and the few times I've watched Thayer scouting, looking ahead back when we did go to the state championship, we watched Thayer. You're, you know, you're not trying to, to judge, jump ahead, but, you know, possibly, you know, anticipating them. And, and the way I described them was from left tackle to running back, they're identical. <laughs> yeah. they, they could yeah. put the same jersey number on them all. You wouldn't yeah. be able to tell them apart. Not a lot of big kids. Now, this is a couple of years ago, but super well coached, ton of experience. They're always there. District championship, um, final four. It's it's over and over. They they come out of a tough area where they're playing the Valley Catholics, the Hay Ties, and they always run into one of those schools, it seems like, but they're always there and probably have more sense of tradition as far as winning than a lot of teams in our area. However, we've been fortunate enough in our area to have teams that that when they are good, they're good, and they yeah. go for it. Um, right. But Thayer is very consistently always there. And, and Marionville playing them close shows what they've been the last couple of years. Got farther last year and ran into Windsor, um, which was a buzzsaw, and Windsor uh, handled them pretty easily. But um, Thayer gave Windsor a run last year, and, and that game being close, you know, if Windsor can find a way to turn this around, um really you know holds well for them to to take advantage of both of those opponents whichever one they might run into and a little history for folks out there listening the man standing next to me was the last coach to defeat this windsor team uh, kind of ironic it was you said the 2018 your 2018 lincoln team uh, was the last team that beat windsor it was at windsor in a state uh, semi final contest of, or was that it was it was 19 state quarterfinals 19, okay. um and, and we probably shouldn't say that too loud because they're going to start thinking I'm bad luck, after, you know, <laughs> the way this is looking. But well, um, they had a very a good history. team. Yeah, yeah they had a good very team. good team, yeah. and, and that's where you started to see a lot of these guys out here on the field tonight. You started to see them making plays. They were sophomores then. Yep. Um, they were doing a lot of good things, and and uh, they were on the way. And we were senior heavy. Um, we had quite a few juniors uh, playing for us too, but a big senior class there at Lincoln and you knew Windsor was going to be the next one. Um, you didn't know how good. Um, of course, you, you never know how other teams are going to be in the class. But, you know, Windsor's coming out here right now on the field. They're, they're running pretty good. They look fired up. And like we said, they've been here before. And uh, I look to see a spark here in the second half. And probably a pretty motivated locker room, I would guess. Coach Vinsel uh, probably pretty fired up there in the locker room as well, uh, trying to motivate his kids for this second half. So 15 to nothing Skyline. On top here with the clock rolling down. I think they haven't put the three minutes back up on the board yet. So we'll go ahead and step aside. We'll take a one more two-minute break here. Be right back with the second half right after this on KDKD. The Windsor Livestock Auction is the place to be for your livestock sales. With a large livestock auction and 35-plus employees to pre-sort and handle your cattle the correct way, Windsor Livestock Auction is the place to be. Cattle sales take place every Wednesday at noon. Sign up for the weekly text alerts by texting cattle to 313-131. That's cattle to 313-131 to be in the loop for early consignments, stock market reports, special cattle sales, and much more. Don't forget to follow the Windsor Livestock Auction on Facebook. It's always a good time at the Windsor. Livestock Auction. 
No matter your creative jam, Jody, Melanie, and Kiera at Jams Creations and Boutique in Windsor has just what you need. When you walk into their boutique at 110 South Main Street, the air is filled with sweet aromas from their homemade candles, soaps, body lotions, sprays, and even body wash. This cute little boutique has a little bit of everything for anyone, including custom vinyl shirts, shorts, and leggings. You can also get custom Windsor Greyhound apparel at Jams Creations and Boutique at a great price. Shop local and show that Windsor Greyhound pride with Jams Creations and Boutique. Every farmer needs a co-op they can count on as a key to their operation. Windsor Farmers Co-op is the place to go if you want quality products and quality service. They want to help you with all your feed, chemical, seed, and farm supplies. Their friendly faces and hometown service definitely make them the choice of your neighbors. Located at 500 West Jackson in Windsor, they encourage you to stop in and check out the quality products and services for yourself. Give them a call at 660-647-2117. At the heart of Central Missouri Community Credit Union is its love and involvement in the community. Whether you need an auto loan to get you back on the road, or you're a student just paving your road to financial success, CMCCU is there for you no matter your needs. With locations in Warrensburg, Sedalia, and Richmond, banking has never been easier. By taking advantage of CMCCU's full-service financial institution, you save time and money so you can focus on what truly matters. We are back as we're just about ready for second half action, about a minute away as Skyline will be kicking off. We suspect, as you alluded to, Kevin, there in halftime, possibly an onside kick here to start the second half. And as you alertly pointed out, wins are going to have to be ready for that. We saw it in the first half where they tried one, got it back, and and wouldn't be surprised to see uh, Coach Shelby gamble a little bit. They know they've got the momentum with a two-score lead going into the second half, and and you know Coach Vinsel probably said, hey, we have to expect anything uh, coming right out of this locker room. Coach Shelby here is in a a tough situation, really, and is he going to be aggressive and try to put him away early, or is he going to play this conservative, try to protect his lead? Again, it wouldn't surprise me. If the Windsor guys come up, you know, that you start to see them move some of their normal returners up towards the front there to cover that. Skyline go deep, try to pin them on the on the 10 or 15. But definitely, if you're Windsor here, you got to suspect that onside kick and be ready to go. So the two teams getting ready to take the field and get back out there. Wind uh, doesn't look like it's died down a whole lot. We've got the duck blinds out here tonight. We've got, we've got some folks that came extra prepared. I uh, got a couple duck blinds set up down on the track. And I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I'm dead serious. I mean, that is uh, – uh, you talk about some folks that enjoy their hunting here. When you see duck blinds at a football game, uh, you know you're in an area where people like to hunt. That's for sure. Yeah, you know, you got opening day coming up tomorrow there for deer go. season yeah. and, and duck season. Of course, they're going to put the two-week halt on that. But uh, a lot of hunting around here. And and, uh, and there it is, Kevin. You predicted oh, wow. it. Oh, and it's fumbled. Ooh, Windsor fumbles Windsor covers. It, but they're able to just barely recover it. Oh, man, and that was a disaster. It got fumbled, but then it actually went backwards as Dylan White, fortunately, able to fall on it back at the 40-yard line of Windsor. So they went for it, and on this cold night, that's the thing about it. It's so hard to catch the football, and it's an easy move. I know you're a fan of the short kick. You've used it a lot, and in that situation, it's a good way to to start the second half because you know uh, the disadvantage is on the guy trying to receive that. As we start this first half, or second half, excuse me, as they go to the ground, it's going to be Dalton Witherspoon and a short gain on the play 
up to the, about the 45, give him three, maybe four yards. As Metcher makes the stop for the Tigers, but this skyline defense, man, oh, man, after one half, they were unbelievably good. Not a lot of missed tackles at all. As they go direct snap this time, it'll be Peyton Witherspoon. We've seen him a lot back there at quarterback. Actually, excuse me, J.J. Hall on the direct keeper that time. And a forward, well, no, it was Dylan. Dylan with the short gain of a yard, but he's going to maybe get the first. They needed three. Oh, and he just moved it, gave him an extra yard. And they are looking right down the line on this. Man, I don't know how they did not give him that. They just issued another sideline warning on Windsor as a late flag came out. So that is Windsor's second of the ball game, I believe. You know, usually that wow. second sideline warning, they're going to move them back. It looks like that's what they're going to do right yeah. here. Yep. And sure enough, they're moving them back right here. Big penalty right there. Wow, no question about that. You go from a second down and a one to second down and call it five, back to the 44. So that certainly changes things for sure. As it was a decent run by Dylan, only needed three, and it was I really thought he had that first down. They were looking right down the line. They probably would have measured, but then the penalty flag came out. And now they're going to put it – oh, they're going to replay first down here. Well, they moved the sticks. I think they're going to say he got the first down Okay. penalty after that. Okay. So moved the sticks. Um, they moved the ball back, so they're about where they started right. uh, that last handoff. But it is at least first and ten here for Windsor. I was going to say, it really looked like Dylan was able to get that first down as they hand off here to Peyton Witherspoon and nothing doing there. Woodhouse, one of the initial defenders on the stop for the Tigers. Blankenship in there as well. So it brings up second down, 11 to go here early in this third quarter. 10.56 to go. Greyhounds, three wide receivers to the left. Parker Craig in the slot on that left side. Hall, the lone receiver out wide to the right. Handoff, nothing doing. Dalton Witherspoon right in to the form tackle of big number 72. That is Briley Turner having none of it. And, man, Kevin, when have you seen Dalton Witherspoon held in check like this? Man. Not just held in check, but brought down by one guy right there. Oh, absolutely. I don't, I, yeah. It's only my second game, but I have not seen that yet. Man. Here it looks like they do have Dalton out wide. This is kind of what we talked about there at halftime, get him into space. So third down and 11. Big play here for Windsor from their own 45. Out of the shotgun, back to pass. It'll be Dylan Witherspoon flushed out of the pocket, moving right, and sails it incomplete. Nobody home as Peyton Witherspoon ran a deep cross, and Dylan had to throw that short. And it hits uh, on some green grass out there and incomplete. They put Dalton out there wide on that other side, singled up, but they had him run a curl route there so he couldn't use his speed to get open. And then, of course, Dylan was forced to roll this way. He had to roll away from him. Um, and they found space there. You know, this is 4th and 11, but it is close to the 50. I wouldn't have been surprised. It looks like they're going to punt here, though. Yeah, Coach Vinsel trusting his defense, and you are punting with the wind. So that may have been part of his thinking on that. And Dalton going to get the punt off and catches the wind a little bit, but not too deep of a punt as Windsor will down it at the skyline 25. So what about a 30-yarder there at least on the punt from the – I think he was from the 45, I believe. Mm Mm-hmm. So I think Skyline thought the same thing. They didn't have a returner back there. Yeah. I think they were going to play it safe right yep. there. And, you know, if there's not a guy back there, he can't fumble. And 
and they can't get that fake off. So uh, Skyline playing it safe there on defense. Hopefully Windsor's defense uh, here can, can keep Skyline pinned back. they got a long way to go. Another hold for Skyline's defense. They've now forced five three-and-outs tonight for Windsor as they go back on the ground. And this will be a keeper, I believe, around the right side beam, quarterback keep, and a short gain on the play. Up over the 25, about the 26, give him maybe a yard on the play. I want to remind folks, if you miss a game or just want to go back and hear it again, visit the Windsor Greyhound page at mykdkd.com. All games are available on demand along with a complete list of sponsors. Again, you've been hearing from our outstanding sponsors all night. We really appreciate their support all season long of Windsor Greyhound football and trying to keep that season going. But Windsor, they're going to have to fight for this one. Down 15 nothing, 9.40 to go in the third, and a second down and eight here for Skyline. From their own 26, out of the shotgun with five wide beam on the draw. Cuts left, now back inside, and up over the 30 to the 31. So a nice gain on the play, going to put them down. Five, maybe six yards short of the first down, but still a third and manageable coming up here for Coach Shelby's team. And haven't seen that keeper a lot uh, kind of in the second quarter, Kevin, as much as we thought we would on that draw. They started with it early, but really they just when they wanted to run, they've let Woodhouse do most of the carrying and not Beam. Beam's had two big runs. He's done that four times, that draw. Of course, first one, 32-yard touchdown, had a short one, broke another long one there for 19 yards with it, and then another short one right there. Back to the ground on third and three. This will be Woodhouse and trying to push for that first down, give him about the 34. I think he's going to be a good two yards short. So a nice job by big Marshall Mankiti, able to stand up there and clog the middle on that run. Interesting spot here, Spencer. They, he, they, oh, wow, God. they gave it to oh, him. Oh, wow. Interesting wow. spot there. If yeah. you, that you look at that far official, he had him a yard shorter. Yeah. This official had him there. Um, who do they go with? Uh, Woodhouse on the run. You're talking about on the run? I mean official, but yeah, Woodhouse oh, on the run. There. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, far side. Far side official, I believe, as you said. So first down and 10 for Skyline. As they set it at the 35, Woodhouse on the carry, nothing doing as they sniff it out. That'll be Dalton Witherspoon and Corbin Terry able to combine for the tackle. And may have just barely got back to the original line of scrimmage on that. Well, giving a hard-fought yard, I think. Very generous yard to about the 36. So second down, a long eight coming up here for the Tigers. They're definitely calling that forward progress pretty early. There hasn't been a lot of... Negative plays. If they get moved back at all, they're going to give them benefit of the doubt here tonight. Windsor shows a four-man rush. Three wide receivers. Here's that draw back to Beam. The senior quarterback will keep it and runs into that line, gets up just shy of the 40, give him the 39. Oh, and Windsor's saying the ball came out, but they're going to rule him down. Looks like down before it came out. And now we'll have a big third down. Windsor still insisting that that ball was out, as are the Windsor coaches. And it's going to be a third down and about six for the Tigers. Windsor coming back here this second half. The DNs are staying home. They're not rushing downfield. And that's what's taking that draw away from from Beam. They're doing a good job. They made an adjustment at halftime. Windsor's known for making good halftime adjustments, and and, uh, they're showing that here. Now they've got to get their offense going. And now Coach Shelby calling Lawson Beam over to the sideline. We've got some confusion here on the field. Play is stopped, and now they're going to say, wind that clock. 
I'm going to say, not real sure what the holdup is here. Skyline looks really confused. Beam still off the field over here. Going to have a new quarterback. Boy, that is weird. So they're going to... Looks like Woodhouse possibly. Yeah, I think so. So big third down, and Lawson Beam, for whatever reason, is out of the game as Woodhouse keeps it on the draw up over the 40 and takes it near the 45, give him the 43. So he'll be short at the first down. But, yeah, Beam, I don't know, Kev, came off, and now coming off the field again, he started to run back on the field. So not sure, but not a good play there for Skyline as that series dies out quickly. So fourth down and five, Skyline shows punt. Line of scrimmage to punt is the 41, and Williams gets a good snap. Little rush there for Windsor as he gets the punt off, angles it out of bounds, and it's going to hit at about the, well, official came back he's across. Marching the back. And now he's coming forward, though. Well, what is it going to be, the 30 or the 40? They're going to say the 40. Man, they didn't give him uh, hardly anything on that. I thought he had an extra 10 on it. But they put it out at the 40, so not a great punt there from Williams and Windsor, good field position. That's the second time Win- uh, Williams has done that. I, I'd say he's probably well, trying to keep the ball away from those dangerous returners back yeah. there. Beam, I do think he's fine, folks. I think, you know, might have had a helmet come off there, wind knocked out of him. He was going to go back in. They realized it was fourth down, went ahead with their punt package. So Windsor's defense holds as well. Nobody has scored yet here in this third quarter. It is a grinded-out game. Dalton Witherspoon on the handoff there on first down, short gain, takes it to the 45-yard line. So this totally the opposite kind of a game uh, from what we saw last year with all the fireworks, 44-38 the final in last year's district title game between these two teams. Windsor, of course, winning that. But it is uh, slow going tonight for the offenses as a inside handoff here back to Parker Craig and not much doing. Give him two. You're starting to see that three-quarterback formation that Windsor's known for. They ran it one time in the first half. Dalton had a pretty good gain on it. They've came out with it three times here already. Might be the, their game plan is put everybody in the box and, and go big on big right here. Yeah, it's just power football, really tight set. No wide receivers for Windsor. They give it to Dalton Witherspoon, and he gets out of one tackle, gets out of another, and is going to have the first down. Boy, he had to beat those two guys, and that's where Dalton's so good, one-on-one making the guy miss. He had to do that right there to get that first down and is able to move the chain. So that'll put him at the 46 on the skyline half of the field, first down and 10. And would you say, Kev, this is probably a must-score drive for Windsor. It's feeling like that. Down 15-0. They're good up. enough. They can they can score when they need to. Yep. Uh, hopefully with big play. they got enough athletes. But, yeah, if they, if they get this one back, again, they're comfortable. Um, you know, Dalton there, he made a couple guys miss. He did what he does, but great block out here by the receivers. You've seen that again last week. Um, that last one sprung him there to get the edge and get the first down. There you had a one-yard gain by Dylan up the middle. So it looks like they're going to stick with that run rushing attack. Of course, Skyline tonight playing without Jaden DeFries, who is uh, one of their big-time players, uh, tore his ACL early in the year, actually came back and tried to play last week but re-injured it and is out tonight. Uh, so that eliminated a lot of offense for them. Coming into this game, Parker Craig gets the handoff here on second down and nine. Turns the corner a little bit, has some positive yards. Takes it to the skyline at 42-yard line. But really, you can see with these formations, Kevin, they have basically eliminated the passing threat. Skyline's defense has. They've taken that away. And, and Windsor is going all tight sets now and basically show and run all the way. As Dylan direct snap to him, bounces it to the outside, has the corner, the 30. 
the 20 still on his feet, and they run him out just shy of the 10-yard line. So Dalton pops a big one that time around the left side, really his second long run of the night, and that puts Windsor in the red zone for just the second time here in this ballgame. They're sticking with that three-quarterback look on that sniffer package, and they're starting to move the football again, going big on big. You know, really pay attention to that front quarterback. That guy usually shows where the play's going to go. Good counter call right there. Dalton followed his blockers and had the speed to get the edge. Three guys in the backfield, tight set again. Who wants to be the quarterback? And they direct snap it to Dalton, and he'll pound his way. Give him about the nine and a half, I believe. I thought he had the ten on that previous run, but actually he was just shy of it. So now he's at the ten after that short run of about a yard. So it brings up second down. Call it a long nine for Windsor. They need about the three and a half for the first down and goal to go. So this is Windsor's best chance to punch it in in a while. 3.30 3.30 left in the third, down 15-0. Direct snap inside back to Dalton, trying to weave his way, but not much as they bring him down just short of the five. This is more what I thought we would see, Spencer. Dalton carried the ball 27 times last week, um, and they've done a good job of, of resting him and, and keeping him around that 12-15 carry mark all season. I would you know, expect to see a heavy, heavy dose in somewhere around that 30 carry mark. Tight set again, no wide receivers, three backs in the backfield. They've got Dylan and Dalton. Who wants to get the snap? They go to Dylan, and he'll take it to the five. Oh, a little late action there. Dusty Johnson kind of got right out. Now we get some John. Good job. Peyton comes in, moves his guy out of there before a flag comes out. Fischl's really, uh, you know, really lucky you didn't get a flag on that one. That was kind of a late wraparound tackle. Guys got tangled up. Yeah, I don't think anybody meant anything ill-willed there. You know, them linemen are going hard. They're all packed in there. I should say one just tripped on the other, but Peyton learned his lesson, doing a good job of leading his team right there. So here we go, fourth down, huge play. And Coach Vinsel knows it, he's going to take a timeout. And he is yelling at the far side official as well about an explanation that he may have wanted uh, a personal foul on Skyline on that previous play where they got tied up. So we've got a huge play in this game coming up. A fourth down and three for Windsor. Timeout on the field. Greyhounds will talk it over. 2.23 to go in the third quarter. We'll be back in 30 right after this on KDKD. Every farmer needs a co-op they can count on as a key to their operation. Windsor Farmers Co-op is the place to go if you want quality products and quality service. They want to help you with all your feed, chemical, seed, and farm supplies. Their friendly faces and hometown service definitely make them the choice of your neighbors. Located at 500 West Jackson in Windsor, they encourage you to stop in and check out the quality products and services for yourself. Give them a call at 660-647-2117. Gary's Towing, we go the extra mile with a helpful smile. At Gary's Towing, we know all about the importance of family. Hi, this is Amanda with Gary's Towing, and I just wanted to let you know that you're not just another service call. You are a family, and we are dedicated to getting you taken care of quickly and safely. We are locally owned and family operated. Whether it's day or night, Gary's Towing is available 24-7 to help you get back on the road. Remember, for affordable towing, give us a call at 885-HELP. That's 885-4357. And out of the timeout, winds are going to... Run the draw up the middle. It'll be Dalton Witherspoon, and he is in. A late signal from the officials. It looked like he was going to be stopped at about the one, but he gets it across. 
Oh, man, and a huge score. Windsor goes for it on that fourth and three at the four, and they punch it across. And they are on the board for the first time tonight with 2.16 to go in the third quarter. So they go back to the guy, as you said, Kevin, that has led this team, led him to the state title last year, one of your leaders, Dalton Witherspoon, and he gets you across to Paydirt, and now a big two-point conversion right here. They line up, split backs in the backfield, out of the shotgun, toss sweep. Dylan tosses to Dalton, and he is hit at the five and driven back as Woodhouse stands him up. Oh, a big stop as Coach Shelby out on the field showing some emotion, and the Tigers hold on the two-point conversion, so that keeps it at 15-6, skyline in front with 2-16 remaining in this third quarter. Boy, crazy play. But Windsor able to get it across with the big score. We'll be right back in 30 seconds kick when we come back right after this. The Henry County Library and Lenora Blackmore Branch are open to the public for a wide variety of library services, from free notary services to a passport agent and even a book express service to help those who are homebound get reading materials. They are even expanding over the Missouri Evergreen Program, providing patrons with access to over 3 million items statewide. Children can even get in on the fun. Story time is offered at the Henry County Library on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 10 a.m. and at the Lenora Blackmore Branch on Fridays at 10.30 a.m. beginning September 3rd. Follow the Henry County Library on Facebook for other great programs. Spencer Edwards, Kevin LaFavre back with you here in Urbana. Harley back at the studios tonight, and this is a game now that possibly could come down to this fourth quarter. 15-6. It's been a slugfest. Skyline leading. Windsor just getting their first touchdown on a four-yard run by Dalton Witherspoon, but did not get the two-pointer, and now we thought maybe they'd try it onside, but they will kick it deep. Woodhouse returns it at the 20 to the 30. Spins out of a tackle. Has the 35 and is going to work his way up. Well, that's a hard-fought return all the way to the 37. Skyline's playing this very, very conservative. Um, and I don't know if I'd say conservative, but they were definitely set up there for the onside. They were ready, ran everybody up there to that 50-yard line and, and had uh, Woodhouse back there deep kind of by himself. He did a good job, but Skyline's definitely playing safe here, preparing for, for Windsor at some point to, to start making those big plays. A big series now for the Tigers. And this is where if you're Skyline, you really you got to stay aggressive. Uh, there is still a good chunk of time left in this game, and, and certainly if you're Coach Shelby, you're in that spot. You don't want to get too conservative, but they're going to stick with what they've done all night, and that's the ground game. They go back to Woodhouse, but nothing doing. That's a nice stop. Is that Mr. Terry on the tackle? Oh, Hess, I believe. Cole Hess there, 52, making a great stop. So we've seen a lot of Terry tonight, a lot of Mankiti. Johnson's made some plays as well, but uh, now here's where this defense, you really need that front to step up, get a little bit of pressure. Since coming out of the half, Windsor's done a good job at, at holding Skyline's rushing attack here, um, and, and Dalton got going, so... Looks like about a six-yard completion there. A little rollout from Beam, and that will be caught by Court Cheek just shy of the 45 to give him the 44-yard line, so just short of the first down. Be third down and a long four for the Tigers. And now going into this win makes that passing game a little bit tougher, and Beam, you can tell on that last throw, didn't have a lot on it, and win might have bothered it a little bit. Last possession, last situation right here. Skyline in the same situation of third and three, and they ran it. Um, wouldn't be surprised if they went ahead and went with that again. 
working some clock here, getting it down to just under 50 seconds. Under a minute to go. Hand off left side Woodhouse, and he is stuffed nowhere close as they bring him down just short of the 40-yard line, and he may have even lost a couple yards as Peyton Witherspoon able to converge for that big tackle. And that sets up fourth down and a long nine. Clock is rolling, 30 seconds to go here in the third quarter. And Skyline shows punt. So the Windsor defense able to be up to the challenge. They get a big, quick stop. And Skyline looks to be in a spot here where they can run this clock all the way down, I believe, Kev. They got nine on the game clock, or nine on the play clock. So they're almost in sync. Seven on the game clock down to five. So we'll. They may take a delay. No, they will punt. Thought they might take a delay game, but they get the punt off, and Williams gets off a decent punt. It's going to take a high hop and a skyline roll, and they'll mark it out at the Windsor 30 as time expires in the third quarter. Again, another uh, punt out of bounds right there, and, and I think they're really trying to punt away from Dylan. He's had a good season as a punt returner, and J.J. Hall's done a great job in kick return this year, which he's also back there with a split return look. Here we go. This is what Windsor needs. That's right, buddy. So we are on to the fourth quarter. Should be an exciting finish here to this district championship game. Windsor trying to keep their season alive down 15-6. We'll be back in 60 with fourth quarter action right after this. Just as your local State Farm agent combines good neighbor service with surprising great rates, you can combine home and auto. And guess what you'll get? That's right, good neighbor service and surprising great rates. In fact, State Farm agent Greg Franken is your go-to agent for the service you deserve at the price you want. So try combining home and auto today. State Farm agent Greg Franken will help you mix and match things perfectly. Call 660-647-2150 for surprising great rates. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. No matter your creative jam, Jody, Melanie, and Kiera at Jams Creations and Boutique in Windsor has just what you need. When you walk into their boutique at 110 South Main Street, the air is filled with sweet aromas from their homemade candles, soaps, body lotions, sprays, and even body wash. This cute little boutique has a little bit of everything for anyone, including custom vinyl shirts, shorts, and leggings. You can also get custom Windsor Greyhound apparel at Jams Creations and Boutique at a great price. Shop local and show that Windsor Greyhound pride with Jams Creations and Boutique. We are back here in Urbana as we go to the fourth. Final 12 minutes. Windsor trying to pull out a huge come-from-behind win as they start with the ball first and 10. There goes J.J. Hall and a huge run up over the 45 all the way to midfield as he's got a first down and then some gain of about 30 yards into, well, no, they'll spot him right at midfield as Windsor, this running game, working and man it is run 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 both offenses just don't feel comfortable with this passing game on a cold night with a stiff wind it is going to be who can win the ground battle in this one as they go back to the ground it'll be Dalton Witherspoon turning the corner angling right running towards that sideline and gets forced right out into the Windsor bench but he's able to get a couple out of it into Skyline territory at about the 47. Kevin, we just had a scoring update from that Thayer-Marionville game. Thayer's opened it up. It was 8-0 Thayer at half. It's now 24-0 in favor of the Bobcats late in the third. So the winner of that one, of course, would get the winner of that ball game between Marionville-Thayer, and if things don't change, obviously it looks to be Thayer as we get a stoppage in play here. Not sure what this is all about. I think they're looking down at the clock. White Hat's over there talking to Coach Vinsel. He's out on the field and looks like he's coming back to convene here with his other officials. 
So we've got a conference out on the field. Give us a chance to mention that uh, the Chiefs play on Rock 104.9. Truman Lake's home for Chiefs football every Monday. Tune in at 6 for Chiefs Kingdom to hear from head coach Andy Reid and key players from last week's game. The Chiefs play on Rock 104.9. Also, if you're listening outside of the area uh, of the 95.3 listening area, you can still take us with you on the road with the Radford Media app. Download it on your Apple or Android device and get the latest news, weather, and stream, both 95.3 KDKD and Rock 104.9. It's available for free. That's the Radford Media Group app. Well, Kevin, we don't have our trusty sideline reporter, Doug Neff, down there, <laughs> so we do not know what the situation was. But They made him add some time there on the clock. Looks like they added about six seconds. Uh, so Windsor's keeping track of it, and they're watching it. And uh, they, they added six seconds there, so you're at 11.30 left to play. So here we go on second down and seven. They stay with the tight package with three backs, and they run the direct snap again inside. They go off of right tackle, and over the 45 to about the 43 will be Dalton Witherspoon. And you just get the sense that we just put it on three O's back here. Coach Vinsel. it's all on you right now. No complicated game planning it we're going to run the rock and it, it's a test of wills right now up on that front that's where this game will be won yeah you're just waiting for him to break one you know it's coming every time he touches it your kind of heart kind of stops and and here's another look at it right here they'll go to him around the right side trying to get that edge and i think got some positive yards but not much up to the skyline 40 he'll get out of bounds so that'll stop the clock with 10.49 to go in the ballgame, Skyline has led the entire game, leading 15-6. Windsor did not score their first touchdown until late in the third. Fourth and one right here, Spencer. I'd say number 30 is getting this one, unless it's a sneak. Yeah, we've, we saw that sneak earlier, so big call in this situation. Fourth and one, Windsor goes for it. They go direct, handoff to Dalton, and he's easily got it. Up over the 40, they'll give him about the 37. So a gain of about uh, four there to move the chains to keep the drive alive. So new set of downs for Windsor. They'll spot him down at the 39-yard line of Skyline. Ball on the right hash. Tight set. Again, they're just going same formation every time. No wide receivers even out. They go up the middle, and Dalton gets hammered this time. They pile him up at the line of scrimmage. The big number 55 of Will Blankenship, the senior defensive tackle, who's made several plays tonight, making a nice stop for the Tigers on that one. Looks like we're going with a different formation here. Got trips left. Uh, this is an empty. I'm sorry. This is an empty on second nine. Yeah, they are definitely spreading it back out. First time we've seen this formation in a while, and they just spread it out, and they go draw up the middle. Oh, and it opens up a huge hole for Dylan. He's up over the 30, 25-20, and he's forced out. At about the 15, and they ran that play, Kevin, up at uh, St. Michael's in a play they had to have to win the game. It was a fourth down play, spread everybody out empty, and just went draw. And made you think pass, but it was it, it was run all the way. You know, it takes guys out of the box, and that's yeah. what, you know, you, you know, of course you see me try that at Clinton, and, and even back at Lincoln, you know, I was really big on that, and, and it worked right there. Huge daylight run, so gain of 30. It'll be first down and 10 at the 14. They'll hand off right side, and that play is stopped. As they go off right tackle, believe Dalton got the handoff, but no daylight on that right edge. Or, excuse me, Craig with the carry for the Greyhounds. 
So they need about the, call it the eight and a half for the first down. Not in the goal-to-go situation just yet. Clock ticking down, 9.30 to go in the game. Second down, 10 to go for Windsor at the Skyline 14. Direct snap, Peyton. Now he'll throw it out in the flat. Oh, and it's dropped. He was looking for Roberts, who drops it at about the nine-yard line. We knew we had to, you know, expect something different coming out. We've seen Peyton line up back there a couple times now as his first pass attempt. Good ball. Yeah. Um, had it there. Yep. Uh, you know, Roberts unfortunately couldn't come up with that one, and, and he kind of took a shot there too. But uh, Windsor's starting to do some different things here. It looks like in that last one, Dalton was actually out wide uh, again. So they're trying some different wrinkles, things that Skyline might not have been able to scout. And you get the sense they've got Skyline's defense back on their heels a little bit. So third down and 10 at the 14. Toss pitch to the right to Dalton. Sheds the tackle at the 15 down to the 10. And, man, he's going to be awfully close to the first down. It's going to depend on that spot. Hard to tell from this vantage point as they bring the ball out to the middle of the field on the right hash. And, boy, he's a yard short. So here we go again, Kevin LeFevre, fourth down and a yard with 8.56 to go in the ballgame. Obviously got to go for this, no questions about it. But potentially a game-altering play. We've seen a bunch of them right here. crowd comes to their feet. You get a little crowd noise here. Fourth down and one. Windsor will go. Four wide receivers, draw play up the middle. It'll be Dylan Witherspoon, and it looks like he's going to have it up over the five. They'll give him about the three. So they go back to that draw play. But, again, the difference is, as you said, spreading everybody out now, getting a little bit more room. It's not a tight set. They're starting to do what Skyline – they're starting to do what Skyline did early in the first half. There's a touchdown right No there. huddle, and they go draw, and Dylan has the touchdown. As he turns the corner around the right side, sucked everybody to the end and bounced it out, and we got a 15-12 ball game. Windsor has cut it down. To a three-point game with 8.21 to go. We talked about Skyline keeping Windsor on their toes defensively first half, mixing it up. Windsor right there on that drive. We've seen them run, 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 run. And then right there, that last 40 yards, they started switching it up. Skyline's defense did not seem to have an idea what was going on. Yeah, that was really one of those things right there. That's unbelievable coaching. Coach Fitzel changed it up at the right time. Had them off balance, really, those last five plays. And now a huge two-point conversion. And, of course, this is haunting Windsor right now. This is the difference in the game. Windsor missed the last one. They go for it here, down three. Direct snap. Dalton starts left, goes back right, angling right, and he is in there. It is good, just barely, as he gets the pylon on the right side where they had him dead to rights off the left. He makes that sharp cut, goes back to the right, and he is in there. And that cuts it to a one-point game, 15-14, with 8.21 left to go in the fourth. Wow, high drama as the Greyhounds. It hasn't been pretty tonight offensively, but only down by one with a good chunk remaining. So we'll take it back, 30-second break, kick when we come back right after this. Football is a game that demands teamwork. You don't dare face the opponent alone. 
just like the legal opponents you might face when the unexpected happens. You want the best team possible, like the folks at Dolan Haney Law Firm. At Dolan Haney, the client always comes first. That's why we focus on resolving legal problems in the most effective way. Whether it's in court or with direct negotiations, Dolan Haney has the local expertise to guide you every step of the way. Call for a free consultation at 885-9600. High drama down here in Urbana, Missouri. We got a one-point ball game. Hold on to your hats, fasten your seatbelts here in the district championship. Winner moves on to take on most likely Thayer next Saturday. The loser is done, and Windsor has fought their way back in this game as they get a touchdown run and a two-point conversion as they kick off now as Woodhouse on the return, 20-25, up over the 35, and they'll give him maybe the 40 here, but a decent return for him. And right now this Windsor defense, Kevin, they've played better in the second half. They pitched the shutout, haven't given up any scores, and now – You've got that momentum. We, we talk about it all the time, that momentum shifting, and it's in Windsor's favor right now. Lawson Beam has attempted uh, two passes and completed one for six yards in the second half. That's the difference. Windsor can go shut that run down. They know Skyline's going to run, and hopefully Skyline just keeps going on the ground trying to run that clock, and Windsor's going to make them pay. What a nice run by Woodhouse. Breaks out of three tackles with that one and gains about nine up over the 45, actually about 8 to the 47. So awfully close to first down. But, yeah, I mean, you, you just forget how abysmal it's been for Skyline offensively in the second half. I mean, they have done absolutely nothing, threatened a, a one drive and couldn't finish. But since then, not a lot to show. And not much time on offense. Yeah. Their defense has been on there most of the second half. Same guys going both ways, and, and they're probably getting tired. We kind of talked about that. They probably got about 17 to 20 guys total over here. Back to Woodhouse on the ground and nothing doing. And now here's where Coach Shelby, you know, he may be forced to open things up a little bit. Windsor's defense, you know, they're, they're a state-caliber defense as well. And they're going to say, hey, you're just not going to be able to line up and do this every time on us. And he may have to throw. You're exactly right. Windsor's defense here, um, they're, state, they're champs. Yeah. And, and they know that. And, you know, the last two times on third down, Skyline went for it here with the run. It's third and one. be interesting to see what they do if they try to attempt the pass. Third down and one at the 48. They'll go on the ground, and this will be Woodhouse, and he breaks it free up over the 45 to the 40, and they'll bring him down at the 36. That'll be a first down run. Give him about 15 to move the chain, so Woodhouse showing a little burst. Breaking out of multiple tackles and a big first down for the Tigers on offense. I thought he was going to fumble at mesh point there. Yep. We talked about him getting Close. that high handoff, and he, he kind of bobbled it, but big, strong kid. And uh, took a bunch to bring him down. 6.40 to go in the ball game. Skyline up by one. On the move. First down and 10 at the 39. Back to Woodhouse. They stay with the ground attack, and he tries to pound his way. Not much as they put him down about the 36. Two, maybe three on the carry. As a Terry converging along with J.J. Hall. Dylan Witherspoon coming up to make a play on that as well. Coach Shelby down here for Skyline. He's He's been very uh, good at adjusting his offense to his talent. A few years ago, he had a gentleman by the name of Sean Bryan. Uh, I hope that's right. Um, 
40 carries a game. I mean, just oh, would I get it and kid. run, run, yeah. run, run, run. Oh, yeah. And then you think back to Dylan Mountain, who's on the system on his staff now. He threw it all over the yard. So they do a good job at trying to find what works best for them. Second down and four. Draw play left side. Lawson Beam scoots out of a tackle. Still on his feet. Gets around the corner. 20, 10, 5. And they take him down at the two. A touchdown saving tackle by Dalton Witherspoon. So all the way down. Oh, but do we have laundry? Oh, flags are down in the backfield. Oh, and a monster call here, Kevin. Yes, that's gonna looks oh. like that's gonna be about a thirty-one yard penalty coming back there. Oh, illegal shift, I believe, was the call. Oh my. And that negates about a thirty-five yard run from Beam. Would have put him down first down and goal to go. Oh wow. And that changes everything as they're gonna bring this ball back. Oh my. All the way up over the forty. You talk about a dagger, Kevin. That That is a costly penalty with the game on the line. Wow, moved him back. Oh, that's probably a 10-yarder right there. Yeah. Five-yard, I guess. I apologize. Uh, well, yeah, he went back. Now to they're the, going back up. Yeah, they're going forward <laughs> now, yeah. They took it to the 46. Now they're going to go to the 41. So they put it at the Windsor 41, but that is just still. This is actually tough for Windsor here because it penalty. almost opens Skyline's playbook back up. So now they're in a situation you don't know that it's going to be a run. You've got to cover those guys, and, and that's what has benefited Skyline in that first half. So second down and 12 for the Tigers. After empty. that monster penalty, empty set, showing a pass formation five wide. Beam rolls right, lets it fly, and it's incomplete. Knocked down, a great play by Dylan Witherspoon. Got a hand on that. It was up for grabs. He was up. In the air with Williams, the Skyline receiver, going after it as well and makes a great play to knock it free. So that makes it a third down and 12 for the Tigers. Ball setting at the Windsor 41. 5.23 to go in the ball game. One-point game. All you could ask for here in the district final. 15-14 Skyline leading. They've never trailed in this game. Caleb Eaton right there. A ton of pressure off the edge. He was going after Beam. He was not going to let him get the edge there. And force Beam to throw the football, and you've seen what happens. And hopefully uh, Caleb can get after him here on third and long. You gotta, you gotta think pass or a screen of some kind, and that's where you need one of them D linemen to step up. Looks like Skyline with a timeout right here. Coach Shelby wants to talk it over. Big play upcoming. Three, uh, twelve on the down and distance. So third and twelve with 5:23 to go in the ball game. We'll step aside here for a 30-second timeout. Be right back with this monster play after this. At the heart of Central Missouri Community Credit Union is its love and involvement in the community. Whether you need an auto loan to get you back on the road or you're a student just paving your road to financial success, CMCCU is there for you no matter your needs. With locations in Warrensburg, Sedalia, and Richmond, banking has never been easier. By taking advantage of CMCCU's full-service financial institution, you save time and money so you can focus on what truly matters. Spencer Edwards, Kevin LeFevre back with you here in Urbana. Boy, what a game this has been. Uh, hasn't been the up and down the field track meet. We've got a 15-14 game late in the fourth quarter. 5-23 to go. Old-fashioned football game here tonight. 
And Skyline facing a third down and 12 at the Windsor 41 out of the timeout. Back to pass. Beam. Hit as he throws. Gets rid of it. Oh, he's got a man wide open. It's caught at the 30, and he's got the first down as he's hit and pushed out of bounds. That's Mason Beck with the catch. Oh, and he got free. And it almost looked like, Kevin, a little miscommunication in the secondary for Windsor. And Beck wide open. Oh, and a flag. He did the first down point also. Are you serious? I'm serious. Oh, my gosh. So we had that called on Windsor earlier. They got Peyton Witherspoon for a costly penalty where he pointed the first down. Oh, and they hit Skyline with it. Oh, my gosh. So that's going to wipe away a first down. And did you see him do it? Yeah. You saw it? Okay. He got up and did it. You know. Got up and did it. Wow. Parents, we love your kids watching Sunday night football, but uh, make sure they don't celebrate like that because this is not the pros. Uh, Great point. Great point. Yeah, those guys set some bad examples sometimes in the NFL. And, man, but, hey, if you're going to be even with it, I guess you got to give the official credit because he saw it the first time on Windsor. I mean, you talk about another costly penalty. So that wipes away the first down, a monster, monster call. It, it's still first down. Still first down, right. But um, they do move it back. They to move the, them back. So the ball's about where it was. Right. But they got yeah. a first down. So this actually, they can still run the football and milk some clock here. Yeah, so it, in the grand scheme of things, it, it's not the worst of things that could have happened to Coach Shelby's team. Just changes the field position a little bit. So first down and 10. After the penalty, back to the 39. They burn some clock here. They're going to take the play clock down to six. Snap is away, and the handoff coming up through the middle will be, I believe, Woodhouse takes it over the 40 to the 35, so five, six there on the carry. But going back to that pass play, Kevin, did you think there was some miscommunication in the secondary for Windsor on that? Because Beck was so wide open on that play. It's super tough to cover that. They ran that in the first quarter. It's I don't know. It's a delayed rollout the opposite direction, so they send everybody one way. They bring the guy on that side and kind of sneak him underneath. They hit it in the first quarter. They hit it against Warsaw, and they hit it again right there. Second down and six for Skyline. 4-16 to go in the game. Skyline by one. Twins to the right, Woodhouse in the backfield with Beam as Woodhouse gets the handoff and plunges forward up to the 32. So, again, three, maybe four, going to put him down in a third. Actually, well, no, this should be fourth down, I believe. No, it is It is still third, yeah, because we had the penalty. Mm-hmm. So this will put him in a third and manageable. Call it third down at about four. Line of scrimmage is the 32, and Skyline, they are milking some clock with this drive. So this is where Windsor really needs to start thinking about getting a stop. You, you want to get the ball back with as much time left as possible. Windsor still has all their timeouts remaining, I believe. Both, team, both teams, I believe, have two left. Two, okay, two left. So that could be big. Draw and they point. run the draw out of the shotgun. Beam angles left, trying to get out of it and not able to. As they hit him down, two defenders there to make the play. Peyton Witherspoon and I think Dusty Johnson over there as well. For the Greyhounds, a huge play, one-on-one. And they had that was out in space, Kevin. They had to make that play. Otherwise, it was a first down and maybe then some. Very physical tackle. I think I heard the the pads pop inside this box here. And, you know, fourth and four, fourth and five. Skyline's going to go for this. They're on a, about the 30-yard line there, 33-yard line. Um Big, big play. This this will give Windsor some hope right here if we can get the ball back. Two timeouts left. 
uh, about two and a half minutes. Fourth down and four for Skyline. They go for it from the Windsor 32. Woodhouse shakes out of the tackle. Didn't get Got it. out of one, but he didn't get it as he gets stopped a yard short of the first down. Sidestep that first tackle. Oh, and now Woodhouse is down. He's still down on the field. Oh, my. So we've got even more drama now building our way towards what appears to be another crazy finish between these two teams in a district championship game as the crowd falls silent here at Skyline. 2.39 to go in the game. Windsor's going to get the ball back as they get a huge fourth down stand, and we will take an injury timeout here. We'll step aside 4.30 back after this. The Henry County Library and Lenora Blackmore Branch are open to the public for a wide variety of library services, from free notary services to a passport agent and even a book express service to help those who are homebound get reading materials. They are even expanding over the Missouri Evergreen Program, providing patrons with access to over 3 million items statewide. Children can even get in on the fun. Story time is offered at the Henry County Library on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 10 a.m. and at the Lenora Blackmore Branch on Fridays at 10.30 a.m. beginning September 3rd. Follow the Henry County Library on Facebook for other great programs. Spencer Edwards, Kevin LeFevre back with you here at Skyline High School and a concerned crowd here on both sides. You just hate to see this in a game that has been, again, just an unbelievably exciting game again between these two teams. Uh, Woodhouse, the star tailback, has been a huge force in this game on both sides of the ball for Skyline. Is still down out there on the field. Just got hit on a fourth down play. Fourth and about three, Windsor was able to stop them, and they are out there obviously attending to him. Both teams out on the field kneeling down, uh, and the fans looking on certainly here in concern. And, boy, Kevin, this is where you know, football can just stink sometimes. You know, you have a, a kid that's played this well, and uh, the game, the way it's gone, the shifts of momentum and you know injury, it's part of football, and, and you just hate to see it, particularly at this point, but certainly at any point in the game. Big, big injury. You know, you, you just hope that he comes back and he's good. Uh, you know, he's had about 25 carries today on the offensive he's side. Had he's had a heavy workload. Heavy, heavy. He's a big, important player for them on their defense. And, you know, hopefully it was a contact thing. He's just sore and you're kind of getting hit on. It's cold. It, it hurts, you know, when it's cold. But uh, you're really hoping, you know, it looked like he kind of took some awkward steps in there. You're hoping it's not anything lower body. Um but they're still out there uh, attending to him. You know, he is moving around. We know it's nothing like that. But, uh, you know, and then looking forward, if Skyline does get out of this one, um, you know, you hope that uh, he's good to go. But it looks like he's walking off under his own power here. Little assistance, but putting weight on him. So uh, it does look to be a lower half injury. So very gingerly coming off, and, and we'll have to see if he's able to come back in this game. But, man, that, that hurts him. And as you were saying in break, it hurts him on defense too. Uh, it almost looks – is he holding his wrist? It does look yeah, like that, it, yeah. It almost looks like an arm injury. Yeah, he's not moving that arm much, so you just wonder if he took a helmet to that arm. and. Oh, they're supporting it there yeah, too, Spence. That, yeah, that could be an ugly one. That could possibly – hate to speculate, but – uh, you, you know, you worry about a broken arm or, or mm-hmm. something like that when they're stabilizing it like that, yeah. as you said, not not allowing it to move much. So big injury at a big time in this game, and now Skyline on their side, they've got to find a way to dig deep, losing one of their best players. Of course, they're already down their other star receiver in DeFries. So here we go, the Windsor offense on the field, first and 10 from their own 29, trying to put together a possible game-winning drive. 
as they run the quarterback keep around the right side. Dylan Witherspoon up near a first down. Pretty good yards there on first down as they give him maybe 10. No, no, they didn't give him nearly enough. I think maybe I thought he had nine, but they give him about six on the carry. So at the 36, they'll spot will be second down and a long four. They go back to this tight formation, three backs in the backfield, no wide receivers, direct snap, back to Dalton, turns the corner. That'll be a first down as he's up over the 40, give him the 44 to move the chains. And now that question becomes, Kev, do you go back, spread it out, maybe try to mix up formations, or do you stay bread and butter, keep it maybe primarily run on this drive? You know, they're getting the ball, and they're starting to move it in their rushing attack. They're going with that three-quarterback look, and they're moving the football. So, you know, you stay with that and, and not give Skyline time to come back and score on you. 2.26 to go in the game. Again, they run the direct feed to Dalton around the corner. He gets out of bounds off that right side, but a flag is out, and that'll be a hold, I think, on Windsor. So that'll bring it back. And that's the other thing tonight. We have not seen a, really a lot of penalties. I think it's been a really clean, well-called game tonight for the most part. I agree. You know, a little different than last week. And, and uh, the, the penalties we have seen aren't your general holding or, or anything. You know, we've seen some sideline warnings. We've seen some, some personal fouls for taunting, but not real traditional calls, the ones we have seen. Pretty clean both ways, uh, and good teams are going to do that. Yeah, and, of course, I think back to the – I was trying to remember that other penalty Skyline had on them while we were on break, and they had, the, of course, the uh, unsportsmanlike on Beck – who got up, made the first down signal, and then that other one was the illegal shift. Mm-hmm. So two on that last series uh, as Skyline was moving that ball down the field and then ended up getting in that fourth and short. Windsor stopped him, and Woodhouse got hurt on that play as well. So now first down and 15. Dalton Witherspoon runs left, now cuts back against the grain, angling right. Oh, and he turns the corner with the burst of speed down the side. He's at the 40, still on his feet, all the way over the 30 down to the 20. Unbelievable run by Dalton Witherspoon. I mean, how did he get out of that, Kevin? I have no idea. Just being an athlete and then very heads-up awareness by the rest of the Greyhounds to get out in front, work their tail off, and keep blocking. Great, great play right there by the Greyhounds, and that's what champions do. They come back, make big plays and big big moments, and uh, that was one right there for the Windsor Greyhounds. Oh, showing that track star speed. Dalton Witherspoon, big-time players make big-time plays in big-time games, as they say, and that was a big-time play. 154 to go, but Windsor's got to have a touchdown as they go right up the middle on the draw. Dylan trying to push the pile over the 15, give him the 10. So a nice gain on that play, though. Makes it a second down and short coming up for the Greyhounds. Again, two timeouts remaining. Clock is rolling. 135 to go in the game, one-point ball game. This one literally coming right down to the final possession. Windsor in the red zone threatening. Direct snap back to Dalton. Pounds his way through the middle. Over the 10, down to the 5. It'll be first down and goal to go. Clock will stop to set those chains. And Windsor right on the doorstep of taking their first lead in the game with 119 to go. Interesting idea right here, Spencer. If you're skyline, do you let him score? One that, minute, two a, timeouts, yeah. let him get it, get the yeah. ball back. Um, yeah, very interesting point there, Kev. Yeah, I would almost, you'd almost be tempted to do that because you do have those two timeouts in your back pocket if you're Coach Shelby, and you almost have to consider that. So here we go. Clock rolls as they set the chains. First and goal at the three. Under a minute to go. Direct snap. Dalton Witherspoon is in. Touchdown, Windsor. 
The Greyhounds have taken the lead. Literally, right at the end of this game. 20 to 15, 50.5 to go. Skyline will get one crack at it, though. You, you know, you could have not gotten out of that without leaving some time on the clock. But unbelievable 3-0. Dalton Witherspoon, you talk about spoon feeding. He makes that crazy circus run on that second down to set up that basically two plays later, which ended up being the goal to go, and then scores the touchdown to give Windsor the lead. And now they're going to run swinging gate. They show two-point conversion in a swinging gate formation, and Coach Vinsel is going to take a timeout to talk it over. Big two-point conversion right here. Very big, yeah, because that would make it a, what, a seven-point seven. Seven, seven. Yeah, seven game. So they'd have to have a touchdown to tie as we'll go ahead and keep it right here. And, man, Kevin, holy smokes. Uh, Dalton Witherspoon, have you seen that kind of run? I mean, you've had some great athletes that you've coached, but those two runs, oh, my, it doesn't get any bigger than that. No, like we said, every time we we saw him get the ball, it's kind of a hold-your-breath moment. And he kept chipping away, kept chipping away. Yep. Finally had two big ones right now. You know, and for him to have that slow first half, I think he was around 42 yards. He's up to 200 now, Spencer, um, and gotten into the end two, zone. 200 just on the ground. Just on the ground, yeah. Wow, that is um, unbelievable. Yeah, and as you and said. And 28 carries. 28 carries, yeah, and just, just uh, chipping away. As you said, it hasn't been the long 40, 60-yard runs all night. He's had to do it through the twos, the fives, and then the 30. I mean, he's. He's had to do it multiple different ways, and it has not been easy. I mean, Skyline has played the best defensive game you could basically play against Windsor, and then Dalton Witherspoon still finds a way to burn him here at the end. But still a big two-point conversion. This is huge, trying to make it a seven-point game with 50 seconds to go. They run the bootleg off to the right. Dylan looking to throw, nowhere to go. Now reverses back left, reverses back right, runs backwards, fires the pass. Oh, and it's gone. He got him. In the back corner, that's Peyton Witherspoon in the back left corner. Somehow he got behind Beck in the back half. A circus play. Absolutely. That's just, what do you call it, just flag football almost. Go out in the backyard, run around, and heave it up. Oh, my gosh. We talked about it last week. Windsor and Coach Vinsel, uh, Coach Vinsel especially, very good at that, famous for it. And we didn't see it earlier. We've oh, we seen them score the touchdown. They went for two. They just ran the sweep, nothing tricky to it. There, you knew something was coming up. He calls the timeout. He elects to take the ball on the hash, which is not done very often. Had that rollout, rolled back, rolled back again. Eventually, he found a guy, and that is what he's known for. Uh, very hard to scout it because I don't – like I said, I don't know if there's any way to scout it, except oh, yeah. you just know the rules, right. ball goes up. Ball goes, that's and, right. And that's what, exactly go, what happened. Just go make a play. Yeah, mm-hmm. just go make a play. And, wow, two crazy plays there for Windsor. So they seize the lead right here at the end of this game, uh, that being uh, a touchdown run by Dalton Witherspoon and then a two-point conversion toss from Dylan to Peyton Witherspoon. And it's 22-15, Windsor by 7, with 50.5 left to go in the game. We talked about it so much last week, the deja vu of all this. Last year, came down to one pass. Windsor's defense stepped up, made a big play. 
It looks like it's going to come back down to that again, Spencer. Lawson Beam here on the return gets a ball up to the 40. And Beam, very rare to see him back receiving the kick, but I think Coach Shelby felt like this point, got to put that athlete back there. And he has a pretty decent return on what was a, a good deep kick from Hess. So returns that out to about the 30, give him the 36. And now Skyline with two timeouts remaining, 43.8 on the clock. Winds are not quite out of the woods just yet, but a lot of pressure on the Tigers, and you know you got to throw, most likely, and manage this clock. So empty set, they go five wide. Beam back to pass. Here comes Terry right on his back, hits him as he throws it. Oh, and it's almost picked off by Dylan White at midfield. And that time, Beck just almost had to, he had to turn into a defender on that and just kind of had to almost tackle Dylan White so he didn't pick that ball off. Where that started was Corbin Terry off the edge. We talked about it earlier in the first quarter. The, the way I've seen success against Skyline, the way I had success against Skyline, was to put pressure on Lawson Beam. Terry fires off right there, gets after the quarterback. Of course, he's your leading sack leader for the Greyhounds, too. Forced him to make an early throw. Second down and 10, 36 seconds to go. Beam rolls left, pass out in the flat, is caught by Cheek at the 45. He gets out of bounds, but he's going to be well short of the first. So that'll stop the clock with 30.6. So Skyline will not have to take a timeout just yet. Got a flag on the play here. Did have a late flag come out over there by the far side line judge, so we'll check on this. Boy, we've had some big penalties, a couple really critical ones on Skyline, and that's another one, a false start. False start on the Tigers. So that'll be a five-yarder. They'll replay second down. They move it back to the Skyline 33. So strange, Spencer. I might have that wrong. They again let them play after the false start, which just ran time off the clock. Uh, if I'm Skyline, I'm, I'm talking about that possibly. That's the third time yeah, they've called that false start, yep. but let the play continue, and it's wasted at that point. Yeah, and the clock moving right along now. They start the clock up, 20 seconds to go, and Skyline late getting the snap, being back to pass, under duress, 15 seconds to go. Heaves it down the left side, and it is caught, but was he in bounds? I think he's still going to be short of the first down. So they will say he was out by not by much, man. That's Beck with the catch. Another flag here. Another one down, man. And same spot. This could be all she wrote right here. I don't want to say it too early, but uh, it looks like they're moving back again. Oh, another false start. Another false start on Skyline. And just running time off the clock. Yeah. They're down to 10 seconds now, and, and the last two plays haven't counted. Yeah. And, and lost 20 seconds. Very interesting uh, but working out in Windsor's favor. Uh, it looks like timeout skyline. They're going to get two shots. They're going to have to get something halfway, then they're going to have to go for it. Get something halfway up the field, burn their last timeout, and go for it. Wow. So Coach Shelby will take one here with 10.3 to go. But, yeah, I mean, you're just exactly right. I mean, that is just bizarre. You, you kill 20 seconds right there, the back-to-back penalties on that, and, and not stopping the play, not right. stopping it in that situation. Man, so, but Windsor, you talk about it defensively, they take it in this situation because Skyline, man, they're they're not close to even midfield yet, and you said, like, you know, it's going to be two Hail Marys at this point. Yeah, they're going to, I mean, looks like the ball here is on the 28-yard line. They're going to have to, I would think they would have to get somewhere around the opposing 40 to give Beam a chance. Not a, not a big arm, 
Um, but they're going to have to get somewhere up there. Windsor, an incredible job this half of holding, adjusting at halftime, making the adjustments. Not only does the secondary have to step up here, you get pressure on him, he doesn't have time. And that's what uh, Windsor's D-line needs to pin their ears back and really get after him. One more play and you're out of here. Yeah, that this, needs to be their mentality. Yeah, this may be a situation Beam really can't scramble around a lot because it'll burn time and he throws a short pass and it's knocked down at the line of scrimmage. And the lineman caught it. And the lineman catches the ball, which will stop the clock. They'll have to use a timeout. Terry gets uh, gets the deflection on that. Ball literally pops straight up in the air. So the timeout will stop the clock. That'll be their last timeout with just 3.7. Wow. If you're, if you're Coach Shelby right there, that young man, you know, he oh. just balls up there. He didn't want the defense to catch it. Um, and he, he picked the ball, or he caught the ball as an offensive lineman off the deflection. But it made him use that last time out. Got a score here. Looks like they've put five back up on the clock. Uh, this will be your last play uh, most likely here. Yeah, barring a, another penalty or, or some crazy uh, situation, which we've had no shortage of here in this fourth quarter for sure. Wow. We're going to have a lot to uh, unpack, my friend, in this postgame show. I believe so. Oh, my gosh. I'm still even trying to kind of process how we're going to explain all this because, man, uh, it's almost unexplainable. So five seconds to go, and here's where, as Kevin said, to make this the final play, you're just prevent defense. Probably well, they're going to go ahead and put four up on the line, but uh, about six deep in coverage. So five seconds to go, third and 23 from the 20. Beam to pass, throws over the middle, and it'll be caught. But at the 45 by Williams, he laterals it off to Beck who runs off to the right. Now he laterals it, and it's caught by one of the linemen coming downfield, but he's brought down, and that'll be the game. As you can hopefully hear, some of the winds are faithful across the way, and the defending state champs are still alive, folks, and still undefeated as they win another thriller. What is it about when these two teams play down here? 22-15 to in come-from-behind fashion, the Greyhounds win it to take their second district championship in a row down here at Skyline, literally down to the final possession, and Windsor comes out on top. We're going to take a 60-second break. We will be back to wrap it all up right after this on KDKD. The Windsor Livestock Auction is the place to be for your livestock sales. With a large livestock auction and 35-plus employees to pre-sort and handle your cattle the correct way, Windsor Livestock Auction is the place to be. Cattle sales take place every Wednesday at noon. Sign up for the weekly text alerts by texting cattle to 313-131. That's cattle to 313-131 to be in the loop for early consignments, stock market reports, special cattle sales, and much more. Don't forget to follow the Windsor Livestock Auction on Facebook. It's always a good time at the Windsor Livestock Auction. Rick's Tire Services, located in Windsor, offers a variety of maintenance services to keep your vehicle safe on the road. Rick's Tire Services is the definition of hometown hospitality. With affordable prices and trusted mechanics, they have all your tire needs covered, from patches to new tires and even alignments. For other mechanic needs, stop by for a diagnostic assessment from the Honest Team at Rick's Tire Service. They are open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 8 to noon. Give Rick and his team a call at 660-647-2663. We are back here in Urbana, Missouri at Skyline High School. Boy, some uh, dejected Skyline fans leaving this stadium tonight. But, man, the Windsor Greyhound faithful, they will be headed back 
to Henry County tonight, a happy bunch as the Windsor Greyhounds survive in this game. And they were on the ropes, down 15 nothing at half, came back, a touchdown in the third and a touchdown in the fourth, and they pull it out 22-15 to get to the quarterfinal round next week as they defeat the Skyline Tigers and Kevin LeFevre. Man, first I guess we can just say what a game. Just as football fans, as announcers, these two teams, boy, they've given us back-to-back unbelievable games down here in two district championships last year was just as exciting, but we had way more points this year, just as exciting. It was a lower-scoring game, a grinded-out game. And, man, what can you say? The Windsor Greyhounds showing the fight down the stretch, showing what we see from championship teams in games like this, did not play a very good half of football by any stretch of the imagination, but stayed with it, continued to fight, and found themselves in a position to win this game literally on the last possession. Very big third quarter by the Greyhounds. They came out. They made their adjustments. They didn't seem to rush or panic. Uh, You've seen, you seen Coach Vinsel there. He kind of mixed up his formations in the third. But even in the fourth, still down, they went back to that traditional, that three-quarterback look, um, which they've, they've had here for years. And they did an excellent job of not getting overwhelmed, not get, you know succumb to the pressure. There started to be some momentum swings, and you've seen it in Skyline's body language. Really started kind of walking around. Uh, Mr. Woodhouse going down the running back yeah. for Skyline slash huge. linebacker. Yeah. Huge blow, and then that moment came. Dalton finally hit the big run, put him down there in position to score. Scored with about a minute left, and, and you had a good idea. That was probably all she wrote. And he rips off, what was it, about a 40-yard run, we think, to set that one up on a, on a crazy run. I mean, he angled left, made that hard cut, put that foot in the ground, cut back to the right, and just those kind of plays, when you've got a kid that can make that kind of a play at that point in the game, uh, that's, just, that's how you can win games like this. But Skyline played Windsor as well as we've seen any team play them, other than really the St. Michael game. St. Michael shut Windsor out for a half. But, you know, they had Windsor out of sorts. On the offensive side, Windsor's passing game really was non-existent tonight. They had to do it with 3-0. They put the game on Dalton Witherspoon's back, and he's able to pull it out for them. But uh, things got going early in the game. Uh, I think uh, Beam had the first touchdown in that first quarter on the draw play. Then they come back. They hit the touchdown uh, to Court Cheek. So right out of the gate, a touchdown in the first, touchdown in the second. Skyline's up 15-0, and Windsor's not doing anything. Windsor had fumbled two kickoffs as well. Uh, they fumbled an onside kick uh, after the first touch or second touchdown and fumbled another kick after the first Skyline touchdown. So you're thinking, boy, this could go really south. Uh, they didn't really take care of the ball on offense. You had some botched exchanges. Some timing was lapsing on in the passing game. So we're sitting here 15-0 at half, and then, boom, second half, was it Dylan that had the first touchdown for Windsor? I believe late third. Uh, that was uh, Dylan on a keep uh, draw around that edge. They did not get the two-point conversion on that one, Kevin. So it's 15-6 at this point. And then it's not till the fourth quarter. And as we just said, Dalton works the magic on that last drive. Uh, that score by Windsor was set up by the two penalties that Skyline had. Skyline had that ball. They're moving it down the field. Then they had a personal foul, or no, excuse me, an unsportsmanlike, and then an illegal shift that wiped away two big games 
on that, and then Windsor gets that ball back off of those two uh, penalties. Of course, that led to the fourth down where Woodhouse goes down. Skyline goes for that fourth and three. Woodhouse unfortunately gets hurt. Young man played an outstanding game tonight for Skyline. And then Windsor gets that ball back off of that, goes down, and then you get the two big runs by Dalton. Touchdown, two-point conversion, which was huge because that got it to seven. Mm-hmm. And and that's all she wrote right there. Literally with 50 seconds to go is when that final touchdown was scored by Windsor. Incredible job by the Greyhounds. You know, they did a great job there defensively. If, if Skyline could have their third quarterback. Oh, absolutely. You know, yeah. they uh, yeah. they got away from their game plan. They came out here. They took the ball to start the game. They got up, kicked two onside uh, kicks, got them both back. They kept Windsor's offense off the field and chasing points. That third quarter, they got conservative. I don't know if they attempted a single pass. And what that did was they started giving the ball back to Windsor. You started, I mean, like we said, Dalton had about nine carries, I think, in the first half. He ended the game with around 25 uh, give or take, you know, one or two on the high end there. But uh, they played conservative. And we talked about that a little bit at halftime. What are they going to do there? They got away from their game plan. They got away from their approach. If they would have kept mixing it up, yep. possibly get one more, yep. Windsor's going to have to start thinking about getting away from their rushing attack. So big third quarter there for Windsor. Um, you know, you didn't quite know how it was going to end. Again, the big play by Dalton. My thing with the personal fouls there against uh, Skyline, um, I'm, I'm really glad because what you do is you forget uh, Peyton had one in the first half. And, you know, we were talking about that, like how oh, I hope that, you know, that young man doesn't remember that. And uh, with the two there that were big on Skyline in the second half, Windsor comes away with the victory, you forget Peyton had his. So now he can move on uh, to next week, fresh start. And, um, you know, that was big for, for the Greyhounds there. No question about it. As they say, Coach, it's always the little things in close games that end up coming back to hurt you. And uh, Skyline had a few of those in, in the way of penalties. But, you know, you got to hold your head high, not only obviously with your Windsor with the win, but you did not play your best football tonight, and you still are able to find a way to win. And that's what you just love about championship teams. Good teams can play bad football for over half of a game and still win a game, especially of this caliber. Uh, you know, you really don't play this poorly sometimes for a half and come down here and are able to beat a team like Skyline in a district final, but it just shows you the ability and the will, the will, and we saw this last year. It's very eerily similar. Uh, you know, Windsor didn't win pretty in their run to state. The state title game was basically the gravy. You know, that that was the easy game compared to the Thayer and then the Skyline game. So here again they get tested by Skyline, and, oh, do we have a showdown coming up, it appears, next week, a rematch with Thayer in what was an even tougher game for this Windsor team last year. They got them in the semis last year. We'll get them in the quarters this year. At this point, you got to expect a barn burner. Yes. Because it has yes. been so identical to last year. Barn burner with Skyline. Tough fought game. You run into Adrian. Not an easy walkthrough. Again, you know, we both thought that, that um, they definitely – uh, left some stuff on the field last week, and they continued that here. They're going to have to pull it together next week against Thayer. And it's so eerily similar, like you said, to last year that you, you just have to expect a, a barn burner against Skyline or against Thayer. You know it's going to be tight. You could be low scoring. I, I do believe it was fairly low scoring last year, yeah. maybe 14-12. Yep, it was uh, very defensive-oriented game. Yeah, yeah more similar yep. to this this game right here. And... and you know, folks, if, if you're listening at home, 
expect a good one because oh, yeah. it's been yeah. so much like last year. It's it just got to be. I don't know if it could be any different. But you're exactly right. They found a way to survive, and that's why you got you got you cannot take that word champion lightly. And, yes. and they show that in everything they do. Um, persevering right there. A lot of teams, you know, get their head down. Um, they start worrying, um, but they did a great job of, of sticking with it and, and moving on. Absolutely. Well, well said, Kevin. Uh, Coach, it's been so much fun again. Uh, glad you could join us for this call again tonight. A lot of emotion, obviously, a last game situation. Uh, some seniors tonight for Skyline playing their final home game. And, and again, uh, our thoughts go out to, to Woodhouse. He played a great game tonight. Hated to see that injury uh, late in the game. Uh, uh, such a big player for them on both sides of the ball. And you hope uh, it, it's certainly not a serious injury. It didn't look good from first glance, but uh, you hope uh, he'll be able to bounce back. So. Well, the Windsor Greyhounds tonight able to survive. The defending state champions remain undefeated. They go to 12-0 as they defeat Skyline here in the district final, 22-15 to in a barn burner. So as Kevin said, next Saturday we are not sure where the game will be at yet. Uh, we made the trip to Thayer last year. We may be going back to Thayer uh, again this year, but we'll have to wait and see. That will be a Saturday afternoon game, though I do know that for sure. I believe kick will be at 1 o'clock. But check Mish's website. They may have that updated tonight to see where the game will be. I don't. Do you know the the situation there on top side, low side of the bracket? How I, that works? I don't know which one it is this year. Okay. I know both were visitors tonight. tonight. Uh, if okay. they were was yeah. visiting, so it would go off of bracket. Right. Um, so and I don't know which side's up this year. Yeah, off the top of my head, I do not either. So we'll just have to check that. It'll be posted on Mish's website. But we know we'll have a game, and we know it'll be somewhere. But before we sign off tonight, we want to thank our fantastic Windsor sponsors. We appreciate their support. I want to thank uh, CMCCU, Gary's Towing, Henry County Library, T.H. Rogers Lumber, Jams Creation, State Farm Insurance, Windsor Furniture Company, Maryfield Pharmacy, the Boys Car Care Center, Windsor's Farmers Co-op, Windsor Livestock Auction, Rick's Tire, as well as Dole and Haney Law Offices and American Family Insurance. We want to thank all of them uh, for bringing you tonight's broadcast. Crazy game. Fantastic finish. Both these teams left it out on the field, and Windsor moving on next week to the quarterfinal round of the Class 1 state playoffs. Kevin, thank you so much for joining us these last two games. I think Doug will be back with me next week, and then if we win the following week, but I think if you're able to, hopefully we get another state championship berth, and if you're able to come back on the call for that, that would be fantastic. I think Doug will not be able to do that again this year. Unfortunately, he missed the state championship game last year, of course. So we'll see how things uh, shake out, but just want to say thank you again for uh, providing your expert analysis here tonight in this ball game. We really enjoyed it. Yeah, I don't know how much of expert analysis it was, but I do thank you guys uh, for letting me come out here to tonight and, of course, last week and, and join you in the box and, and get to watch good football. You know, if you're a football fan, uh, this job's uh, something that I, I really think is enjoyable. I enjoy spending time with you and getting to talk football and and we couldn't ask for for really two better football games. Oh my, yeah. Uh, to to get to broadcast and um, announce and you know, so I do thank you guys for the opportunity. I wish you luck next week. And uh, if it's at Windsor, I'll probably still be there and watching. Yeah. Um, and either way, I'm going to be at the state championship games because that's just a good time to take the family to or or listen to, depending on how cold that weather is. But uh, awesome experience for me personally. And and like I said, I. Hats off to both these teams, like you spoke about earlier. Tough, tough game. The Skyline has something to hold their head up about. Got some guys coming back next year, and, and they're going to be a force. They're still going to be good next year, and, 
and uh, now they have even more stuff on their shoulders uh, to, to make them hungry. So it'll be fun to see. And we shall see what happens next week again. Maybe headed back to Thayer, but we'll see. We're hoping for David Powell Memorial Field so you can attend and, and me and Doug don't have to drive too far. So uh, save save Clay a little bit of that gas money. So that'll be great. <laughs> Our thanks to Harley back at the studios tonight. Awesome job again back there as always. And we will be talking to you next Saturday afternoon. That will be a 1 o'clock kick as Windsor taking on Thayer in the quarterfinal round here in the Class 1 state playoffs. Thank you for joining us tonight, folks. We really enjoyed bringing it to you. Have a good rest of your weekend, everybody, and stay warm out there.